At seven, more arrests as car bomb investigation gathers pace, further controlled explosions at hospital near Glasgow, and find out who's first through to the quarterfinals at Wimbledon. It's seven o'clock. I'm Holly Holland. Three people are now being questioned at Paddington Green Police Station in connection with the failed car bomb attacks. Seven in total are being detained after two further arrests in Scotland. At the hospital near Glasgow, where one of the suspects is being treated for burns, there's also there's been another controlled explosion. It comes as the national terror threat level remains at critical, which has resulted in extra security checks at airports, railway stations and at Wimbledon. These passengers at Heathrow say they feel safer with the extra measures. Very reassured. Uh, we're safe. We're British. We're in good hands. So many police around and a bit of a police state. Everyone's looking at you all the time, so if that's what we've got to do, then I can't see right any difference in security. I, I'm, I mean, right, I assume that right, it was going to be really bad, you know. If you're travelling towards Heathrow or Reading from Paddington tonight, you can expect delays of up to an hour. Lightning hit signal equipment earlier and two of the four lines are still shut. Network Rail has told LBC engineers are on site, but it's unclear when it'll fully reopen. Another lightning strike near Bedford is affecting services out of St Pancras. The 17-year-old faces a long jail term after being found guilty of killing a promising footballer outside his school in Edgware. Kyan Prince, who was 15 and played for Queen's Park Rangers youth team, was stabbed to death as he broke up a play fight. Hanad Hassan had denied murder but admitted manslaughter. He's been convicted after two earlier trials collapsed. A man from Pakistan who allegedly ordered illegal nuclear components has been extradited from London to Germany. Iktida Mahmoud Dara is accused of ordering equipment to help Pakistan develop nuclear arms. The 44-year-old was arrested on behalf of authorities in Germany when he arrived here in April. In sport, Justine Ennans, the first player to progress to the quarterfinals at Wimbledon. Ennans could now face Serena Williams and so she'll have to be at the top of her game. When you play a quarterfinal of Grand Slam, you know you have to be at your best level, so no one is going to give you anything. And it is a tough one, but uh, when you want to win Grand Slams, I know how hard it is. I know it's going to be another tough thing for me this week, but uh, I hope I will be uh, at my best level. Serena went down with severe cramp in her game with Daniela Hantakova. Williams was a set-up when the rain set in. And in football, Arsenal have moved to replace Thierry Henry, signing Croatian striker Eduardo da Silva for around £8 million. In London's travel, as well as the big problems on the trains, there are long delays heading out of town on the M40 from Junction 2 Beaconsfield to Junction 5 Stoke and Church after an accident earlier. Remember, if you're away from your radio and want to stay in touch with the latest news, weather and travel, Go to lbc.co.uk and click on News on the Go to find out how. Showers will clear in London's weather, but they will return later in the night, similar to last night, and there'll be lows of 12 degrees Celsius. This is LBC. It's 7.03. This is Aaron Joyce in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. So big problems facing the trains this evening. Heathrow Connect, Heathrow Express and First Great Western are reporting serious disruption on their services out of Paddington because of a lightning strike in the Southall area, as you heard in the headlines there. Now, two of the four lines have reopened, but many trains out of Paddington are cancelled. Will cause you big problems, obviously, if you're trying to get to Heathrow Airport this evening. The trains out of Paddington to Reading also being badly affected. There are also delays of up to 50 minutes on First Connect to Midland Mainline 7. 
services between St Pancras and Bedford following a lightning strike there as well. At one railway are facing up to 40-minute delays and cancellations out of Liverpool Street via Romford following an incident earlier on. Now for the roads, the M4 still has one lane blocked into town between 5 at Langley and 4B at the M25. The queues are back to Junction 7 at Slough West. The M40 is crawling out of town from Junction 2 at Beaconsfield up to 5 at Stoke and Church following an accident earlier. And still big delays on the North Circular approaching Hangar Lane. Now it's actually queuing eastbound most of the way towards Henley's Corner after a lorry broke down earlier on. And if you are still making your way towards uh, one of the airports, do leave yourself plenty of time and use public transport if you can. Your next update is in 15 minutes. LBC 97.3 Travel with Confused.com, the online search engine for car insurance. When one thinks of designer names, one thinks of Bond Street, the home to all things stylish. But for me, the real home of designer names is Ballard's Lane, North Finchley. That's why you'll find the Curtain Factory outlet and all their designer name curtain and upholstery fabric, which they sell for just $6.99 a metre, excluding VAT. It's designer heaven without the hellish price tag. Visit curtainfactoryoutlet.co.uk or call 0208 492 0093. That inclusive price, 8.21 a metre. Ian Lee's Good Good Evening. This is Wally Dingo with Aussie Rules Roundup. Weekend winners were Geelong, Paul Power, the Kangaroos, West Coast, Fremantle, St Kilda and Essendon. The Hawks Magpie results not yet in. So till next Monday, watch out for the Barking Owls. Give us a call here at O eight seven O nine O nine O nine seven three.
Yeah. 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 I'm still shaking my milk. When will I have butter? <laughs> yeah. Love you. This is Michael Wenner. Merry Christmas to you all. Hi, my name's Ed Green, and I'm a big fan of Kylie Minogue. <laughs> To Economy Street, swinging London, Marble Arch to Regent Street, swinging London, Hyde Park Corner, Leicester Square, swinging London, everywhere it's in the air, swinging London. Swing Hello? 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 Oh, bags. big lovely grub bags. Lovely, huge, amazing grub bags. Don't you love grub bags? Big grub bags. I love grub bags. Like Ewoks. Aren't Ewoks great? Ewoks are like grub bags on fire. Give us a call here at O eight seven O nine O nine O nine seven three. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Action movies, theater news. Swinging London. Beat production, soul and blues. Swinging London. Revolution underground. Swinging London. Groupies, hippies, tramps around. Swinging London. Oh, swinging London. Yes, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine. It'd be so easy to work on music radio. That's all you do. The song starts fading out, so you start talking over it. It's that simple, man. It's that simple. And Wogan gets paid like millions for it to um, say a word in a funny way. Uh, oh. oh Oh, it's seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. Hey, kids, if you want to phone in, you better phone in now because after half past seven, you've got to be sixteen and over because uh, you can only phone in from from half past seven 
Uh, you can only phone in if you're a bona fide smoker as we uh, celebrate the magic of sparking up a fag. And of course, is it illegal? I thought kids could buy cigarettes at 12, but then someone told me it's 16. I don't know, I don't know what the rules are. So I don't want to encourage anything, uh, illegal. Um, I think it's 16. It's not 18, is it? I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't want to encourage anything illegal. So from 7.30 onwards, you can only get on the air, uh, ideally if you've got a fag on. That's, we, we'd really like you to call up if you have a fag on. Uh, but, you know, if you're just a smoker and you can prove you're a smoker, you will get on. But I don't want any youngsters phoning in tonight, so it's strictly adults only. Uh, until 7.30, though, calls go straight to air. 870 uh, 973 Line 6, you're on the wireless. Allons, enfants de la patrie. <laughs> French national anthem, it, it really, oh, it's, it kind of rocks. In the drums, it rocks, man. Ours is rubbish compared to that, which is disappointing. Uh, let's go to line eight. Eight, you're on the wireless. Uh, give us a call here on uh, uh, 0870 Hey, that's our number. It's not coincidence. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there. Hello. I'd like to talk about uh, not being able to smoke in pubs and all the different smells we can now smell. Okay. Like farts. Okay. Ideally, because I just had a really bad experience in my local pub. I'm afraid I can't let you on air to say that. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, line four. You're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hello. How you doing? It's, it's Mark here. Listen, I just wanted to talk to you about hypnotism. You used to be a hypnotist, is that y- correct? I did used to be a hypnotist, yes. Right, well, I mean, I've, I had hypnotherapy about two months ago to give up smoking, yes. and it sorted me out. It was amazing. Yes. I've been intrigued by hypnotism and hypnotherapy. I was wondering, how did you train, and, you know, what, what if, 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 say, I wanted to get and do a course, is there any yeah. sort of course you'd recommend? I didn't, I didn't do a course. Your... So, 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 all right, okay, the two places I learnt from, okay, the first one you're never going to have access to, because there was some weird dude uh, who came to um, our college and he hypnotised people. He came to where, sorry? To my college. Oh, right, uh, and right, yeah. it, uh, someone who I didn't know at the time, but then I came quite good friends with, filmed it, and he filmed that you're not allowed to film the first 20 minutes when he's putting you under, but he filmed that. So what I did uh. was I studied that, and I really studied it. I watched it like a hundred times, that bit, and timed everything and got all that thing. But if the, the, there is a book whose name I can't remember. It's a really thin book, and the first time I ever hypnotised someone was by reading one page of that book out loud, and that was enough to hypnotise someone. It's right. the easiest thing in the world to do. And I mean, it's just brilliant. I mean, it, how did you find, like, being an entertainer doing, oh, it's doing it, shows and stuff? It's have a good wicked. laugh. I had a good laugh. There was a couple of, you know, we, I was doing it illegally without a license. There was some loophole in the law at the time that said you could do it if you were pretending yeah, that's it was right. for research. Yeah, people got ill and stuff and they sued. Well, yeah, there was a, it was a weird time and a lot of people got, a lot of accusations were made. But I think yeah, most I of mean, them were untrue, but, um, but it's yeah, I mean, easy. I'll, I'll it, do, Sorry. No, go on. It's, it's easy, uh, and it's, it is the, the weirdest thing. When you put someone under, and you find out they're not messing you around, and they're actually under, it's the coolest thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd, do, I'd sort of do DJing and discos and things like that. I think oh. that'd be a really good yeah. to do that alongside. Yeah, yeah. I did know, it. I used, uh, to, I used to go up to pubs and say, do you fancy a hypnotist show tonight? And we go and do it 50 quid. Ridiculous. I just me and yeah. some bloke, we're just kids. <laughs> you know. But it's, it's the easiest thing to do. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's pretty safe, really. Just go, yeah, go and I'll get some books. Get that book, mate. What's, you don't remember I, the name of it? I, all I know is it's, it's green. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can remember oh. about it. Hey, listen, that, you, you go, that go will help. I'm sure. Go and do some research. It's you'll find it on the internet. There's one page of a book, and I read it, and it's that's all you need. <laughs> oh, we're late for this fella, isn't it? Ellen, you're not going to put me under, are you? Who, who is to say that you're not under already? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I've been hypnotised to do the travel. There we go, good luck. Well so done, I will. And um, if you're heading onto the trains, uh, Heathrow Connect. Button got stuck. We, I think we, I think we can uh, unstick the button now. But the, the button got stuck. Oh, yes. Hang on a second. Hmm. Okie dokie. Right. The phones have gone mental. Oh, because we're still doing triple M. That's why I thought it was half past for a minute. I do apologise. I tell you, my body clock is all over the freaking shop. Um, where should we go to? Let's go to line nine. Nine, you're on the wireless. Hey, quick question. Yes. You're being chased by a bear. Do you A, run away, or B, run up a tree? I, if what? You're being chased by a bear. Yep. Do you A, run away, or B, run up a tree? You never run up a tree. They can climb trees. So A? What? So A? Well, no, I would, no, I wouldn't do either. Well, you have to. Well, why why are they my only two options? Why can't I fight? Because you're nowhere else. I what? Why are you speaking so fast and in a way that I can't understand? I'm being chased by a bear. Yeah. Do you so a I, run up a tree or b run away? I do neither of those things. Why? What would you do? Well, what you're supposed to do, and this is an actual fact, what you're supposed to do is lie on the floor. Now, well, I don't know if I'd be prepared to do that, but apparently, if you're being and you know, if you're being uh, attacked by a shark, what you're supposed to do, and this is absolutely true. You're supposed to punch it in the face. You get your hand eaten. Well, that's the thing. You're supposed to get make your fist and smack it in the face. Mm. So I would uh, I would lie on the floor if I if I were being chased by a bear. Oh, fine. It defeats the whole object, but well. Oh, okay. Well, what's the object? Well, you've got to answer one of them, and then I tell you the answer. Well, the answer is I'm going to lie on the floor. N- never climb a tree because bears can climb up trees. Okay, so you run away. You zigzag. <laughs> that's what you do, or is that for when you're being chased by a zebra? What, what, there's an, uh, no, if, if a rhino is chasing you, you zigzag, because they can't turn very quickly. Right, never heard that. I think it's true. Uh, and do you know what to do if, if, if a crocodile is attacking you? Yeah. And this, this, again, this is true, you put your hands over its mouth and you clamp its mouth down. Unless you're a really weak person and you couldn't do that. Well, if you're a really weak person, then you're going to be eaten by a crocodile, aren't you? Well, you'd be eaten by anything. Well, not by anything. Well, most things. Well, no, no, again, you would not be eaten by most things just because you're weak. Well, you'd be attacked by them, then. I was weak once, and I was hardly ever attacked. <laughs> but uh, now I'm big and I'm strong. Sure you were. Okay, so, so for, the, for the fun to continue, I would, uh, I would run away. So you'd run away with a bear behind. Ooh, Ian. And that, that's, ladies and gentlemen, is what we were building to. That's what we were building to. Thank you. Uh, five, you're on the wireless.
Thank you. Line one, you're on the wireless. Ten B and H in a box of matches. Okie dokie, we'll and see what we can- Oh, I cut you off, I do apologise. Line ten, you're- that, that was an accident, by the way. Line ten, you're on the wireless. Can you play the fish? Oh, this is the Chris the Fish dude? Yes. Is it you that's on the clip? Yes. It is? Yes. Um, is it really you? Yes. It isn't, is it? Yes, can you play the fish? But, uh, I tell you what, I will play the fish clip one more time, okay? Yes. I will never play it again- until you call up with a decent- he's put the phone down. He's put the phone down mid-conversation. Oh, well, I won't play the fish clip then. Line 10, you're on the wireless. If you ever get attacked by a dog, and it gets lock arm on- uh, locked you on your arm, you stick your finger up its bum. Yeah, I- yes, that is true! Well, this is the theme of tonight's show, then. What do you do if you're being attacked by certain animals? So far, and I think this is true, uh, with- if you're being attacked by a shark, you're supposed to punch it in the nose. This is absolutely true. Uh, if you're being chased by a bear, uh, you don't climb a tree because they can climb trees. I think you're supposed to lie down. Uh, if you're being eaten by a crocodile or attacked by a crocodile, you're supposed to clamp your hands over its mouth. And I think you're supposed to tie its mouth up. And I think if uh, you're being chased by a rhino, you've got a zigzag because they can't turn very quickly. So you can... This is all true, as far as I know. 0870 uh, 9090973. Six, you're on the wireless. If you're being attacked by a lion, what do you do? If you're in a what? Being attacked by a huge angry lion. Oh, that's that's a, a very good one. I don't know what you do for a lion, actually. You reach behind you for a handful of excrement, which you throw at the lion, and there will be excrement behind you. Okay, thank you. I just... uh, let's go to line ten. You're on the wireless. Oh, it's Bucky singing "I'm a Pony." Thank you for that. If you don't know who Bucky are, then uh, find them. BuckyTheBand.com or something. I'm not sure. They're brilliant. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Well, I can solve all of this animal issue straight away. Oh, fantastic. Being attacked by any animal, just poke it in the eye. That goes for any animal. Is that like... Hippotamus, the lion... Like in the, th- like in the Three Stooges, you just make a V-sign and poke them in the eye. Supposing they hold up their hand and block it. Supposing what? Supposing they hold up their hand and block it. Animals don't have hands. Ah, uh, monkeys do. Monkeys aren't animals. Excuse me? Monkeys aren't animals. They're... Go on, think of- think of something that they might be. Mammalots. They're mammalots. You're an idiot. Granted. Yeah. Uh, let's go to line eight, you're on the wireless. Uh, what do you do if you're being attacked by a giant hamster? Okay, I don't want this to be a load of crap jokes. No, I just genuinely want to know. Uh, there's a fair chance I might be attacked by a giant hamster, and I'm worried about what to do. Uh, uh, uh I, I honestly don't know. Can, can you put it out there and uh, ask people? We'll, we'll, we'll put it out there. So it's turned into a bad stand-up routine all of a sudden. Uh, something I'm more than familiar with. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there. What do you do if you're attacked oh. by a terrorist? Uh, do you know what? I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I may regret, um... Being born today, I don't. It's a feeling. Line five, you're on the wireless. Uh, I'll fancy gone Virginia and a packet of blue Rizzlers, please. Okie dokie. I'm not actually selling cigarettes. Gotta say, I'm not selling cigarettes at all. Uh, not here at LBC anyway. If you do catch me driving along in my car, uh, if I stop at some lights, then come and give me a tap on the window because I've got some stuff in the boot. But here, I am not selling or in any way condoning the uh, smoking of fags. Line nine, you're on the wireless. You watched Doctor Who? No. It was really good. 
I just, do you know what? I just read in the paper a little bit of what happened. I've not seen the last three Doctor Whos. I've got the last two on the Sky Plus. I didn't record the one before that, so I'm waiting for someone to send me that, then I'm going to watch them all. Uh, it's the one with the master, isn't it? Yeah, he... Well, the Don't! Oh, I'll tell you. No. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, see ya. Bye. Bye. I forgot, now, I, you know, this is my regular monthly cry, London, and, uh, you know, th- you could be getting bored of it. I forgot to Sky Plus the last ever crime watch tonight. I forgot to Sky Plus the last ever crime. Oh, I tell you what, we can do a great Bonanza giveaway. I've got, I've got sent some stuff that I don't actually want, but that's, uh, that's actually pretty cool. Right, so, uh, if you've got, um, which is the best way to do it? Either mention computer games or mention Harry Potter. Which, which is more popular, Helen, computer games or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Okay. If you're a fan of Harry Potter and you can get me a copy of Crime Watch by the end of this week, give us a call. I've got some computer games for you. Let's go. Let's take one more call before we um, go to. The, yes, line five. What did you do? Attacked by giant fish. Yeah, you, uh, you can't come on again until I'd eat a rice cake. You can't come on again until you get a new phone. Why? Because your phone is rubbish. Buy me one. Huh? See, I can't understand what you're saying. It sounds like you're speaking through a wooden box. What did you use your cake by giant fish? I'd eat a rice cake. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll end it there. Uh, if you're calling in, uh, tonight, it's Helen behind the glass. It's producing, because Chris is about four miles away in his flat. 0870-9090-973. Smokers only. Uh, I know you've been kicked outside, but you've got your welcome inside my home tonight. If you're thinking... C97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. 0870-90-90-973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's smokers only tonight. Uh, you've been treated harshly. Uh, and your lives will never be the same. You'll, you'll die at some point anyway, I think. That's pretty much proven. Uh, but you, you're welcome here this evening. 0870-90-90-973. You can only call up if you're a smoker. Ideally, you should be puffing away to prove it, but... If you can somehow prove that you do smoke the cigarettes, then, um, you can come on. And we've raised, we've raised the limit, the age limit. It's 18s. It's 18s only. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 18s plus, adults only, on London's only scene, only 7.3. Uh, and hey, kids, if you're listening, you're more than welcome to listen. You see if you can spot the funny people who smoke and how rough their voices sound. It will be an advert, ultimately, for not doing it, because it's flipping horrible, but, um, you know, you're welcome here, uh, this evening. 0870, uh, I do, if you're a fan of, now, uh, well, if you're an adult fan of Harry Potter, and you can get me a copy of tonight's Crime Watch by the end of this week, uh, then 0870, because, uh, there, there is, I've actually got a prize. Uh, you can win. Anyway, very quickly, let's do the Howler auction, uh, because this week LBC is giving away a fantastic personal multimedia combo every day this week with the Howler reverse auction. Uh, and today you've got the chance to get your hands on a top-of-the-range Hewlett-Packard laptop and iPod Nano. Now, this bit's very odd. Okay. I'm not knocking this, because I've got a Hewlett-Packard, uh, PC, and it's fantastic. But it says... A million times more convenient than a home PC. This Hewlett-Packard laptop is so light and compact, it can be taken wherever you go. A million times more convenient than a PC? Really? (coughs) That's fantastic. I want me one of these. Uh, so... Sorry, I'm getting a bit of a cough. You're bidding on a Hewlett-Packard laptop and an iPod Nano. Uh, remember, it's the person with the lowest unique bid that wins the game. That's the lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes before the end of the auction at 11.30 tonight. 
It's a bit, you know all of this, you listen to me and Clive and, and uh, uh, Paul, you know how it works. You text LBC plus your bid in pence to treble eight two one. So to bid £1.75, you t- text LBC175 to treble eight two one. Bids cost £1.50 plus your standard network rate. Lines close at 11.30pm tonight. Bidders must be over 16. See www.lbc.co.uk for full T's and C's. And remember, this laptop is a million times more convenient than a home PC. That's what it says. One million times more convenient. That's that, that's an amazing statistic to bandy around like that. Uh, I don't know where they researched it, but I, I believe those guys. Paul is in the archway. Good evening. Oh, there's the croak of a professional oh. smoker. Well done. Well, yeah, that's about. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> I love it. Not only am I going to smoke while I'm on air, yeah, but I'm going to smoke for the whole three hours. Oh man! Well, listen, you know, you know that smoking is naughty and it's bad for you, but of course you oh, know yeah. that because you're a grown man. Well, my packet says smoking clogs the arteries and causes heart attacks and strokes. Isn't that hideous? That's yeah. a hideous warning, nice. isn't it? It's nice, but I'm all stocked up and I'm ready to go. Good lad. Okay, so you got how many do you normally smoke a day? Oh, I smoke a lot. I smoke a lot. I'm really? 32 now, and I started when I was about 18. Oh, really? Uh, I won't say the brand, but it's roll-ups. Okay. And, uh, I don't know, I smoke about at least one an hour. Do you know, I, I used, uh, uh, I used to go out with a girl who smoked roll-ups, oh. and, um, I used to, I learnt how to roll the roll-ups for her. It's, it's good. Isn't it's it? A, fun, it's, yeah. it's a satisfying feeling, rolling a roll-up. I did try one once, and it was idiot, so it wasn't, wasn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. But the, the, the only, sorry, go on. No, go on, fella, go on. I was gonna say, the only bad thing about it is you should see my... Forefinger, middle finger. Well, again, yeah, my, again, my, my granddad used to smoke roll-ups, and he's, he had yellow fingers, horrible oh, yellow fingers. Fingers, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But let's yeah, let you know. And uh, I, I've got to apologise to the lady when I phoned in because I did have a little bit of a rant about yeah. letting non-smokers on so far, but I didn't realise it was triple M. It's the triple M the non-smokers are on to, but for between now and ten o'clock is the, and the lady you're referring to, sir. That's Helen behind the glass who's right. sitting in for. Get this right, Agent Chris, my yeah. usual producer. He's on holiday. Right, do you, uh, have a guess, he's, he's on holiday for two weeks. Have a guess where he is. Uh, I'm doing nothing. He's at home, he's five miles away! Yeah. It's twenty yeah, minutes! In. Well, it, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna try and persuade him to come in and help out one night. Do you, I mean, that, that's wicked, isn't it? But I'm gonna use a little bit of emotional blackmail. Uh, no, and try not? and persuade him to come in one night and, um, just make the tea should. and stuff. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, and hang out and- maybe we'll get him in- can we book- I wonder if we can book Chris- can we book Chris as a guest? Can we get Agent Chris in as a guest? That's got to be doable, isn't it? I'm just asking him how he- Oh! Oh! Speaking of guests, Paul! Go on. Have a guest- Now, this is- this is fantastic. <laughs> have a guest who we've got coming in this Thursday evening- I need to- hang on, I need to get the appropriate music for this. Hang on a minute, because this is fan- I've been trying to get this fella for absolutely ages, and we Don't tell finally- Don't Frank again. And he's in on Sunday, do you hear him? Yeah, he's brilliant. He's good, wasn't he? Yeah, he's pretty good. I do you know, I think he might be coming in, uh, uh, maybe this Sunday as well, I'm not sure. He might be popping in for a couple of times, because he's in town. But no, this Thursday... Go on. The 5th of July. Go on. At 8pm. Yeah. On London's LBC 97.3. Yeah. We have, from America... Go on. Joe Lavens... Who? Joe... Lavens. Joe Lavens. I've never heard of him. Joe Lavens. Give me a clue, give me a clue. Well actually he's not that famous, I'll be honest. He's um he's a ufologist. 
Oh, right. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's, Amer- he's, he's an American. He's into all the paranormal, but he's, he's primarily involved with UFOs, the study of UFOs, uh, and potential government cover-ups... Oh, right, now you're talking. ...in the world yeah, of UFOs. Good. That'll be good. That will be fantastic. And if it works, I think we're going to do a regular slot, not with him, but with different people, talking about the paranormal. How do you feel about it? I mean, are you going to rip him, or are you going to... Are you, are, you, are you into it? A lot of the paranormal, as we all know, has scientifically been proven to be a load of old guff. Well, it's all rubbish, Crystals... Uh, uh, spiritualists and psychics, we, we know that's all made up. You're going to show him to be a fraud. But, I must tell you, Paul. Go on. The UFO. I have seen one. Yeah. Oh, God. I saw it. I, this is absolutely true, and I don't really say this very often, because people go, oh, he's just making it up because he's trying to be clever. Go on. When I was 15 years old... Yeah. Me and a group of my friends were camping in Brecon Beacons. Yeah. And we were, you know, joshing around as lads do at two o'clock in the morning around the campfire. And we looked up in the sky and we saw what can only be described as a UFO. Rubbish. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I swear to you, Paul, that is absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, well, what did look like? Well, uh, t- uh, listen, listen on Thursday. I'm going to describe it to Joe Lavens, and, um, I'm going to see if, if, uh, he recognises it or if he can shed any light on it at all. But which is oh. genuine. Thursday, I- I'm not a fan of the paranormal, but, but, uh, and if we do get any psychics or anything in, I'm going to play hardball with them, and I'm certainly going to put them in their place, but... Yeah, I hope so, I hope, because, you know, these, these people, they really need to be put in their place. They do, if someone can come in, if, so- if someone can come in, right, and can sit the chair I'm pointing at now, and can say, well, Ian... Uh, your granddad is sat behind you, and his name is such and such, and he died on this date, and he's got a box hidden somewhere, and he told this to you when you were. F- if someone come in and do that, I will you be a step closer. I will be a step closer to believing it. But if someone comes in and goes, Ian, does the do, do words mean anything? Words? I'm getting words. The word. I mean, do you work with words? Do you read words? Can you say? Yeah, w- someone does that. Get out. But if there's someone who can say, right, your granddad was called this, he married your nan then, um, and, uh, your nan, when you were seven, put, you sat on your nan's lap and she told you this, and only you and her would know that, that would convince me. But yeah, this same, fella, same this fella, same Joe Lavens, he's, he's fantastic. There's a few videos of him on the, on the internet, uh, lecturing around the States. He's got a book coming out. Uh, so this Thursday, uh, right. he's, he's gonna be, he's gonna be on the show, and it's gonna be fantastic, Paul. I'll tune in. I'll research now, actually, and check him out before he comes on. Okay, well. good lad. Please do. Please do. Thank you very much. That is a Thursday show. It's gonna be a corker, and we're, we, we, do you know what? We, we, Chris is away, okay, uh, as we said. It's Helen producing the show. We've got a theme show tonight. We've got a theme show Thursday. It's, uh, we've got a guest for Thursday, anyway. It's got, it's, this is really shaping up to not be a lazy show anymore. I, I don't Can know. Can I just ask you a question, Yes, man. Helen. Did yeah. I just dream that you asked me to get Book Agent Chris as a guest? You're right, I'd ask. Uh, no, you, uh, it wasn't a dream. It, I, I would like to book Agent Chris as a guest. Okay, do you think that'll be interesting? Ah, well, now, that's a different thing altogether. Yes, I do think it'll be interesting. Do you know what? No one's, uh, no one's mentioned this. I'm guessing maybe nobody's heard this, but on Sunday nights when we come in and do the Triple M, sometimes the, the best of Clive Bull is on before us. And sometimes, uh, the best of Clive Bull is like a minute, a minute and a half short. Two minutes short sometimes, because whoever edits it, is a Muppet. It's not Bob, is it, who does it? If it's Bob, then it's done excellently. But if it's someone else, they're a Muppet. So it's like two minutes short. And so what me and Chris do, is me and Alex and Chris, 
And no, I guess, I'm guessing maybe no one listens, I don't know. But we come in here and I interview Chris about how he got into radio. And it's like an ongoing thing. We've done about five, yeah, I've done about five of them. Where we go, so Chris, how did you, uh, first get involved in radio? And then, then we, you know, so last week you told us about how you moved to London. What, what happened then? <laughs> we just do an interview, like, really straight. For two minutes, it's good. Anyway, no one's emailed in, so I'm guessing they've never heard it, so it's a waste of our time. Uh, Debbie is, uh, yes, hello, Debbie. Oh, oh, God, I was dreading you were going to say that. <laughs> what, your name? No, me actually going live online. What? Oh, sorry, on the wireless. Would you, you, you phoned in, you've been sat there for eight minutes. I what? know, I've tempted to ring you so many times, but tonight you're on the subject of smoking, that's my subject. Yeah, we're there, we're there, baby. Although I actually, I think I might be the, uh, oh, what's the... <sighs> the female bottler. <laughs> what, what, what? No, you can't, you can't bottle it. You've just come on the air, you fool. Mm, I'm close. Well, uh, have you got a fag on? Oh, yes, Marlborough Red. Well, that should be calming you down, shouldn't it? Um... Oh, they're yeah, the strong ones. Be. They're the strong ones, aren't they? <laughs> really strong. They've got a kick to them. by my voice? Uh, well, you sound, you sound vaguely feminine for a smoker. Do I? I a friend of mine, uh, a, a, a friend who was a girl, smoked really heavily, and she gave up. And, like, I, I didn't see her for a while. Then, like, two years later... I spoke to her on the phone, and I didn't recognise her voice, because it had gone up, like, <laughs> octave? Is it gone is it not, would it have gone up two octaves? What, I don't know what an octave is. It went up two levels. I, I don't think octave, because then it'll be like, from there. <laughs> but it was, she went, her voice went up two levels that only I can understand, but can't explain using words. So you're telling me I don't sound like a smoker? You sound, you do sound a little bit nasally. Really, I think I've got I've got a smoker's cough, and I don't smoke. But I've been waking up recently with a real hacking cough. And yeah, this is changing the subject somewhat. Oh, Can okay, I just yes. say, you know, yeah. you had um, yeah, oh, what's his name? It. And he was talking about your hypochondria. You are a hypochondriac. Excuse me. Well, it's not hypochondria. When you I wake had, up every always, when I, he came on and gave that show, and I tell you, Ooh. I didn't had I hadn't picked up on it Ooh. until then, Mister oh, Sidebottom. No, Murdoch, no, not him. Oh, um... What? Shit, there goes my... Se- steady on, steady on. There goes my smoker's cough. Okay. Um, but every time I listen to your show now, I've picked up that you're always moaning about no, being ill. No, 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 but you're wrong. It's not hypochondria if I'm actually ill. It means I'm not hypochondriac, I'm poorly. You need yeah. to see a doctor. Yeah, I'm poorly, I'm not hypochondriac. <laughs> Debbie, listen, I've got to go to the travel, thanks okay. for calling. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm not a hypochondriac if I'm actually ill. Are you ill? Well, yeah. Well, yes, I am ill. Oh, yeah. I won't discuss it now because we've lost the regions and they won't be able to join in. So no, I'll discuss true. it yeah. when I get back. Isn't it exciting that this? When, when I'm talking to you, Alan, this is like the old days before we went DAB, and this <laughs> is this is hardcore London listeners now. So you can say anything you like about the North. Now, go on, go on, say something about the North. Uh, it's a dump, isn't it? <laughs> in the North, I'm not being funny, right? And we can't, we can't say this because we'll get told off. Mm. But the North is a dump. No, I quite like it, actually. <laughs> oh, you are such a coward. Yeah, absolutely. Every time. Yeah, go, do your travel, you bottler. Okay, on the train, Heathrow can... LBC 97.3. Ooh, that was me. Do apologise. Call 0870 Good. It clears out the system. No, I'm not being a hypochondriac. The thing is, uh, it's dawned on me uh, in the last few weeks, every morning I've woken up for the last six months, a year, say a year, and my right nostril has been completely bunged up. So I've been thinking I've got this cold coming. I thought, actually, I've had this... I've had this for about a year. What's going on? And the right nostril's bunged up, and I don't know what it is. It's only in the morning. It's a bit bunged up now, because I probably am getting a cold. Uh, but it's, bunged, uh, it's... It's freaking me out, man. Mark, can you explain it? 
Oh, um, good evening. Oh, gee. Hey, kids, <laughs> listen. This is, this is, this is, forget what your parents say about not smoking. Forget what your teachers say. Listen to this show. These, these people, Mark, you're probably about 38, are you? No, I'm a little bit older than that, uh, Ian. Okay. I'm, uh, 42. You sound 60. <laughs> <laughs> I have been smoking since I was about 14, roll-ups <laughs> in the park. And on the back of my tobacco packet, it says, small, uh, smoking causes ageing of, of the skin. Oh, that's not a bad one, then. That's quite and, a good one to be smoking. Uh, I've got skin like a tortoise. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm 42. Oh, but, mate. Uh, that's my own fault, but, uh, um, no, uh, I'm just going to have a cigarette now. Okay. I'm just going to get one out of the packet. Can, can I just write, who's just tuned in? It's a smoking special. You can only call in if you're a smoker, but you don't have to call in to talk about smoking. That's not, not necessarily the thing. But tonight's show is a haven for all of those poor addicts who've been booted out of pubs, working men's clubs, uh, cafes, nightclubs, who now have to stand in huddles in the pouring rain on the streets, on fire escapes, and on roof terraces feeling miserable and unloved. Well, tonight, all of you, all you smelly, yellowing lot of you, you're welcome here. Well, I'm just going to light now, Ian. Good lad. Gone. Oh, hang on one second. Can you just say... Oh. Just, just stay there. You enjoy your fag. Yeah. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hey, Lee, how's it going? I'm lighting up a fag right now. Good lad, Grookey Lion. Well done, you. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ian, while yes. I'm on the phone to you... Yes, Mark? Um, I've got an 18-month-old uh, grandson. I oh. don't smoke around him. Well, hang, well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You're how old? I'm 42. 42. So you're... Twenty. You're, you're doing it young in your family, aren't you? We certainly are. We all got married at twenty and uh, had our children young. I had my daughter at twenty, you're, and she's had her son at twenty. You're a granddad at forty-two. Oh, I am. Um, but I'd, uh, Fantastic. Um, I, I've, I've been down to the chemist today. I've got my nicotine uh, patches. Oh yeah. To go, so um, I've got two cigarettes left, yeah. and that is going to be my lot now. Are you, are you giving up? I am giving oh, up. We've got, we've got a bottler. We've got a bottler. No, on the no, line, no I'm not bottling it. But I'll, I'll just like to sing my grandson a song if I can. <laughs> he does like to listen to you. Uh, well, why the hell not? His name's Sam. Yeah, and uh, it goes like this: Old Sam is a funny old man. Idly dan. Oh, Sam. Oh, I've accidentally pressed the button that cuts fruitcakes off. I, that, I, that happens sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, God. What? Yes. Yes. So I was in the petrol station, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know you could do this, right? A guy comes in, and you know, you, you know when you're, there's a queue in a petrol station, there's a guy who's got money, and he just goes to the front, and he puts the money down on the counter and goes, pump number four, and walks out. Uh-huh. Yes? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this guy did that. He came in, pump number four, I'm two piece short, and he walked out, and he was two piece short. And I thought, well, are, you, are, are you allowed to do that? It's a good one to try McDonald's, isn't it? Well, to be sure, I thought, well, that's bad. And then, th- I swear, <laughs> I, then and, and another one walks in, and this this lad looked like he was sixteen, right? But he was driving a BMW, a rubbish old one. But he was driving one. He looked like he was about sixteen, but he, he was probably older. And he came in, and he queued up, and it was twenty twenty pounds and fifty pence. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was it was it was five pounds and fifty pence. Yeah. And the guy said five pounds fifty pence. And he got a fiver. What, like, what, what could, what could the guy behind the counter do? He couldn't do anything. So he was like, have you not got 50 pence on you? No. Um, <laughs> could you, could you go home and get it? And the kid went, yeah, all right. And he paid the five. He said, I'll be back in a bit. And he walked out laughing and he drove off. So he's got 50 pence worth of free, free petrol. If he did that all day, he could easily get a, a half a tank's worth of free petrol. 
it's a lot of 50p's. It's a lot of 50p's, but it's worth yeah. doing. So, are you allowed... Is, are petrol stations the only places where you can go in, not have the right money, uh, have less money than you need, and what... The thing is, they can't do anything. They can't make you go and wash the dishes. No. Uh, they, they can't t- say, right, t- you put some of that petrol back. Get out there yeah. now. Put some of that back in the pump. They can't do it. No, it's not possible. It is not possible. Indeed it's not. Well, okay, if anyone else has done that. I know in some places they have, like, a few pennies on the till that you can take. If anyone else has done that, oh, wait, seven, yeah. nine, 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 seven, three. So, did you get an email yesterday? Which email? Well, last night, rather. Wh- which yeah. one? The Night Rider. No, Chris was doing the emails last night. Really? Yeah. Wow, I was watching Bravo yesterday afternoon. I, I, I treated myself to a day off work. Oh, yeah, well done. And, um... Have you, have you ever seen Animal House with John Belushi? A long, 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 long toga, toga, no. toga. <laughs> That's all I remember from it. All really? I remember, I remember not laughing once. Oh, did uh, have you ever seen I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? Toga, to. No, I, I, I don't think I have seen it. Uh, there, there's an actor out. There's an old, old American actor out there called Vernon, and um, he, he was, he, he played the, uh, the dean. In Animal House, oh, and he yeah. played Mr. Big in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Yeah. You'd know him if you see a very distinctive face, very distinctive voice. Yeah. Uh, but basically, he, he was the fella who was responsible for Michael Long getting killed, which is why uh, Night Industries 2000 yeah. got him, saved him. Saved if anyone doesn't know what he's talking about, he's explaining Michael the plot Knight. of the pilot episode of The Night Rider. Carry on, Lurk, yeah? Well, um,. Basically, in last night's episode, or the episode that was broadcast yesterday afternoon on Bravo, yes, um, he was making handheld laser guns. Who was Night Rider? This Vernon fella. I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah, yeah, they did this one, and um, they were using a toy company to front the, the the making of these handheld laser guns. It wasn't Globotech, was it? Who were taking over no, this? No, it wasn't. No, it okay. wasn't. No. It wasn't. It, the, the toy company was called Triple M. Oh, freaky. Mm. I'd like to say I stole it from there, but I didn't. No, you didn't. No, no but that's what cool. What I'm saying is, yes. if you can get hold of a copy of that, you've yeah. got Kit, the car, um, Michael Knight, the yeah. Hoff, yeah. Um, that posh geezer. De- Devin, Devin Miles, yeah, Devin yes, Miles. Yes, and one or two others who all, like, you know, make, re- I-, I counted seven. Well, then, in that seven case, what you, what, or, or, what, you, know, what what you need to do, Lurky, is get off your fat backside... Uh, and get the audio for me and send it to me. Hey, 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 hey. Is, is Triple M my show or your show? Exactly. Well, it is your show. You lot do it for me. Let's have one more before the break. Line three, you're on the wireless. At eight o'clock, I have smoked fish and a rice cake. Okay, good lad. Cucumber man believe. Okay. It's been brought to my attention by, uh, to my attention by the producer, uh, Helen Behind the Glass, uh, that some of you, you're only allowed on tonight if you're a smoker. Okay, 18s plus tonight. No kids. Can't have anybody under 18. Uh, kids, like you're like like 15 year olds are kids. Uh, but you can only call in if you're 18 and over. But you must be a smoker. Now, Helen has spent many many years around smokers. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But but what I'm trying to say is she can recognise a smoking voice. She's detected a de- device. A series of tests that you're making some people go through. Is that right, Helen? Too? Well, th- there's two tests. Yeah. Uh, one one I can reveal. Which is basically, I'm get, asking people to breathe in. Okay, there's, there's the in of a non-smoker, and breathe uh. out, please. And the other test, which yeah. I can't reveal, yeah. but it's very obvious if you are a sm- n- oh. smoke. People who don't smoke never say this phrase. 
Oh, okay, okay. So there's two things. So I, I'm, I, you know. All right. So no one's, yeah. uh, I, I, everyone that's called in tonight has been, pre- I think has been puffing away on the air and has yeah. definitely had that. <laughs> that yeah, crow. that's what okay. we're looking for. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, d- don't, don't try and do a fast one on her. All right. She knows what she's talking about. James is in the Romford. Hi, mate. You're right. I'm good. How are you? Uh, yeah, I've just chucked one out the window. Am I meant to be actually physically smoking? No, one? if you've just had one, that's fine. But well, ideally, we want people to be smoking tonight. Um, partly because it will show the kids how 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 bad it is. But right, I'll uh, have another marble light then. Well, right. Hang on, whoa, hey, I'm not encouraging you to spark up. No, it's all right. I don't mind. Okay. I, 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 I sometimes need one when I'm talking to you. Oh, oh okay. Really? We, we, we had this last week. The people who get nervous phoning up the show. Triple M syndrome. Told you about it. Triple M syndrome. Hey, did you hear it last night? Uh. Well, yeah, yeah, of course I did, yeah. yeah some... I, was out, I was out and about, so I didn't really have time to phone in, so... Some good bits yeah. and pieces last night. The, the podcast isn't up. I don't know where the podcast has gone. Are you, is it up now? It should be up now. Okay, right, fine. Anyway, James, what can I do for you? Well, a couple of things, really. I just wanted to quickly check. Did you get my email? I sent it this morning. Which email was that? Uh, it, from Aston X, it should be. Oh, oh, yeah, but I can't get the guy on the show. Oh, really? I want to get on, I want to get on X League TV, the, the computer games channel. Yeah, you can do that, you can do that, but right. he's the direct link to them, I'm not involved with them, oh, he's okay. the one that, uh, he basically helped them set it up, like, okay. he's sort of in control. I'll, I'll have a look into it. The thing is, though, uh, I, I, I appreciate it, but it, it might be a little bit, uh, geeky, in inverted commas. Well, I thought, well, Chris is away, you well, know. Well, well, Chris is away, the geeks should be running all over the shop and running around, and I would love nothing more than to chat to him, but I realise that some of my listeners might go... Uh, what frequency is Talk Sport on again? I don't know. Yeah, but uh, Xbox and um, X League TV, it's a cool thing. Uh, it, oh, I know it's a cool thing. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it. James, right. what's the other thing, very quickly? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, you missed crime, what? You forgot to set your Sky Plus. Yeah. Have you got a phone that can get internet? No, it's, I've, I've not set that up on my phone yet. Right, okay. Uh, you've got access to the internet there, haven't you? Yeah. It's, in about two minutes, if you go onto Sky Oh, James, I've tried it before and it was way, way too complicated. But thank you for that. More of calls after this. C ninety seven point three. Ian Lee's good evening. good evening. Just looking for something on here. Don't worry. What? Oh, Elton John here. Seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number if you want to give us a call. It's a smoking special tonight. You can only call in if you're a smoker. Now, we are sticking to this rule very strictly. And I was just behind the glass. Uh, and there were, I saw Helen take two calls. One, one call was a guy who can get me on X League TV, which is this thing I really want to get on. It's where they play computer games on telly. And Helen went, okay, right, okay, what's your name? Yeah, what's your number? Right. Are you a smoker? No, I'm afraid you can't go on. And you cut him off, which is brilliant, well done. And then another guy phoned up to complain, uh, that we're encouraging smoking, uh, this evening. Uh, and Helen went, okay, what's, uh, your name? What's, uh, are you a smoker? Well, no, of course I'm not a smoker. I'm afraid I can't put you on then. So, that's it. If, if you do think we're encouraging smoking, which we're not, uh, you can phone up and complain, but you have to be a smoker, you see. And just saying 
you're a smoker isn't good enough because Helen has got um, uh, a couple of tests uh, that that do work. So uh, beware. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. We're not just talking about smoking though. It's it's just it's just a smoking room that we're in at the moment. We're not talking about smoking. That's not necessary. It's good then. Do a podcast that. Um, uh, you can talk about the smoking if you want, but there are uh, other things that we're mentioning. Uh, f- first off, I need... Uh, I- Ian, sorry, y- yes, you got the smoking room sort of lounge music? Oh, do you know, that? I don't know what kind of music would be in a smoking room. Hang on, let's see if we can, um, um, what, what, what kind of stuff would it be? What's, let's, would it be this? No, that's not smoking, is it? Um, no, that's diagnosis murder. Um, oh, the crime watch! Um, oh, I, well, I, what's, what's this? No, that's too, too jaunty. What do smokers listen to, Helen? I don't really know. What's, do, do you got, uh, well, this, that's quite smoky, isn't it? Is that, I don't know, it's, I don't really know, I don't, oh, let's have, I know, let's, I know what we, I know, smokers listen to jazz, of course, don't they? They all listen to jazz. There we go, that's better. That's smoky. And everyone's all puffing away on their roll-ups. Disgusting. So, welcome to the room. We are looking as well, I know this, I've made this difficult for myself. If, if someone can get me a copy of the Crime Watch from tonight, before the end of the week, uh, I've got, uh, Harry Potter computer games to give away. One for the Wii, one for the PlayStation 3, and one for the PSP. I've got them. I don't want them. I don't like Harry Potter. But, um, if someone can get me a copy of, uh, 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 Crime Watch before the end of the week, on video or DVD, God damn it, you can have one of those. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. Let's go to, uh, oh, it's Lorraine in the Muswell Hill. Hello. Hello, Lorraine. How are you? Um, excellent, thank you. I'm very tired, but excellent. I'm bunged up when you first come to hear that. I'm always bunged up in my right, why is it my right nostril that's always bunged up in the morning? Well, you should know. Well, 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 I shouldn't because <laughs> hey, guess what? I ain't a doctor. <laughs> oh no, there are I. <laughs> well, there we go then. That's why. I, how would I know? It's like saying, why? Why is my leg falling off? Well, you should know. I don't. And I now don't. you're going to tell me that that's why my voice sounds the way it does because I smoke. Uh, I thought it's just because you're mental, but I, I'm guessing you are a smoker. <laughs> don't me. You, you, you are me. a smoker. I am. Yeah. Okay. There is something. Smoking is bad and it kills you and it's, it's not good. But there is something vaguely sexy about a, a hot no, woman not. smoking a cigarette. It's not sexy. Oh, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I do. But I think that's because I come from a slightly old-fashioned world where you know it was considered sexy to be a smoker in the eighties. Mm, it was yeah. still even though the, the, the anti-smoking message hadn't really kind of started, yeah. uh, and it was considered vaguely sexy then. We weren't all politically correct then. I don't think we're not all politically correct now, are we? No, I don't no, think anyone's political. I don't even know what political political correctness doesn't exist. Definitely, you never hear the end of it these days. Well, but it d- doesn't exist. You you only never hear the end of it if you listen to um, rubbish radio programs and read the Daily Mail. <laughs> They're the only places that talk about it as though it's important and actually has an impact in the world. It has no impact whatsoever. I hope not. Well, d- don't hope, baby. It it, it ain't. <laughs> Have you, what, what have you, what have you got in your boot? In my so, boots? You, you, you said you had something to give away to smokers in your boots. I was pretending that I had some knock-off hooky fags to sell, <laughs> and of course, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Why would I do that? Well, I don't need to do that, I'm a success- I'm a moderately- uh, I used to be a successful broadcaster. I don't need to sell dodgy smoke from the back of my car! 
For God's sakes, officer. So, no, I'm not going to let you look in there. You're nutty enough to do it. Were you really a hypnotist? Yeah, I did it for uh, ages. You said I, I did it when I was at college to uh, make you, cash. You're, you're, you're <laughs> messing around. <laughs> you type that. Uh, no, I used to. I did. I did it for a few years, and I used to go to um, like pubs and clubs with my friend, and we turn up and say, "Do you fancy hypnotist tonight?" And they, some of them go, "Yeah, all right, then go on fifty quid," and we do it. Seriously, so dodgy. Uh, and we used to write for Paul McKenna, uh, and uh, did it for ages. Very successful, yeah, multi-millionaire. He's got no hair, though. I take, I take great comfort in the fact. Yes, he's a millionaire. Yes, he's bedded many he beautiful women. Much better. Ah. Uh -huh. I think he looks good now with the shaved head. Shaved. Anyway, I used to hypnotise. I used to hypnotise people, and it wasn't until years later, right? I wasn't very successful with the ladies at college, and I, during college, I used to like if ever there was a party. Yeah, if ever there was a party, <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I, I can't saw hear you. you. I saw you on YouTube. I don't know. Where did you see me? I can't remember. Nor can I. Uh, and if there was there was a party, I, they would get me to along, and I'd d they'd get me to do like hypnotism in a, in a room somewhere. It's like you know, kind of cool. And it wasn't until years later that I met up with someone, a girl, mm. at college, and she said, "You know that all the girls used to find the fact that you could hypnotize people a great turn on." I'm going, "What?" But they go, "Yeah, it was a power thing. It was like a power thing, and it got a lot of the, f the f really fit girls a little bit." Um, <laughs> Well, why didn't anybody bloody tell me then? <laughs> There's me, three years, pretty you're much living like a monk. You're a hypnotist. You're supposed to know that kind of thing. But it's not psychic, love. Hang on, listen to the jazz. <laughs> anyway, so Lorraine, what can I do for you? Um, are you are you, are you really going to do the UFO thing? Am I going to do what? The UFO. Yeah, we got Joe Lavens coming in on Thursday. Oh, really? He's a ufologist. He's an, he, he, he dabbles in the supernatural, but he's, uh, pri his primary concern is UFOs, uh, sightings around the world, uh, especially sightings by members of the military, and also, uh, but also civilian ones, uh, and potential, I'm gonna finish, potential government cover-ups. It's gonna be very exciting, and anyone can call in Thursday night with, uh, the, to, to have a pop at him, if, if you wanna have a go at him, uh, and also to tell us, uh, ideally, we don't want too many people attacking him, ideally, yeah, I've, I'm gonna finish a sentence. Ideally, to tell us your UFO stories. And why, can, can you tell me, why is this, um, thing you're giving away, a Hewlett-Packard laptop? I'm not giving away a Hewlett-Packard laptop, that's the Howler auction. Yeah, well why is it a million times more... I don't know, the read says, this is what the read says. This is the Howler auction. I'll do it again later, probably, but... It's a million, no, a million times more convenient than a home PC. This Hewlett Packard laptop is so light and compact, it can be taken wherever you go. A million times more convenient. I don't want to carry it wherever I go. It's a million, I can't even, because my, my PC is convenient. But you're telling me there's something that's a million times more convenient than that? That's fantastic. <laughs> that's, that is mind-blowing. Seriously, it's mind-blowing. You don't really need, you don't. Did you say you need to do a zigzag if a zebra attacks you? No, I've got it wrong, apparently. This is, uh, Peter has emailed <laughs> and we're talk we are talking about, I forgot about this, what to do if certain animals attack. And uh, Peter, who lives in Brazil, so I'm guessing he knows his stuff. Oh, I like Peter. Yeah, I like Brazil. I think, <laughs> uh, Ian, I think you've got it wrong. If you're j being chased by a crocodile, you zigzag, not a rhino. And sharks, you don't punch them in the nose. You do. No, he's, I, I think you do, and he says, you no, do. You, you don't, okay. he says you don't. You try to grab its nose. Yeah, well, he would. <laughs> he would say that, Peter, <laughs> wouldn't he? You, you try to grab its nose, it'll go into a catatonic state. If you can't grab its nose, 
punch it in the gills. Now, is a sh- uh, shark's gills? No, he's just lunatic. Are they? Are they like a, a gentleman's ghoulies? Is it? Is it the same effect? I don't. I, would it? Would it double a shark up underwater? <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm tempted to go swimming in, in shark-infested waters now to try this. <laughs> oh, don't do that, Ian. You've talked me out of it, Lorraine. You haven't got Chris around to save you. Well, no, uh, Chris wouldn't say. We're trying to book Chris as a guest. Oh, God help us. Yeah. <laughs> Lorraine, thanks for that. All right, Susie. There we go. Bye-bye. Lee's in the Catford. Hey, Lee. Hello, Ian. H- how you doing? Yes, not too bad, mate. I couldn't get you a copy of The Crime Watch on the DVD. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yes. I'm going to play some suitably sad music for a second, because it is Nick Ross's last ever Crime Watch tonight on the BBC. That is quite upsetting. And they're gonna, I, I, this is true. I got this from a friend who works at BBC. When they, this is, this is what they're gonna do tonight, okay. When they finish the crime watch, um, and, uh, they're gonna, he's gonna say, don't forget, uh, sleep well, don't have nightmares. And he's gonna, he's gonna wait for the credits to start. And they're not. The camera's gonna pull back, and, uh, suspended in the ceiling are gonna be loads of balloons. The balloons are gonna drop down. All of uh, the victims of the crime and all of the crooks that he's covered over the last 23 years are going to come on the set with streamers, a big cake, they're going to sing, he's a jolly good fellow, and then the music's going to go like this. That will be amazing. You've been watching Crime Watch with Nick Ross. <laughs> he's going to sit there on a stool... Just waving slowly, and there'll be like pictures around him of all of his presenters, co-presenters, past and present, those that are with us, those that are not. And a little tear is going to come down his eye, down his face. He's going to loosen his tie. He's going to take his jacket off, throw it over his shoulder. He's going to French kiss Fiona Bruce, <laughs> and then slowly he's going to walk. From the BBC into obscurity. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It'd be nice. I think that's what they're going to do. I think I that's mean, how that, it's going to work. That will be great. Lee, I'll get well, uh, the reason you called in properly after this. It's the travel news now with Will Gunn. Thank you very much if you're catching a train. Good evening. Uh, Lee. Liam. Y- yes, so, right, you, hang on, you can get me a copy of Crime Watch. I can, yeah. When can you get it to me, by? I can get it to you. What's today? Today, Wednesday. I can get it to you by Wednesday. Okay. Have you? Have you? Do you like the Harry Potter? I do like the Harry Potter. Yeah. Have you got a Wii, a PlayStation Three, or a PSP? A Wii. Would you like the, the Would you like the Harry Potter game on the Wii? On the Wii would be good. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you get me. I tell you what. Yes. Uh, what we'll do is I'm going to ask Hannah to take your your name and address. Oh no! Tell you what. You send me the DVD. Yes. With your name and address in it. Yes. As soon as it arrives, this Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix on the Nintendo Wii. Uh, I'll put it in the post to you. Great stuff. So, so include your name and address and everything in there. Will do. And uh, well, well, I'll send it along. Will do. And your and, and, and send your phone number as well, Helen. Sorry, can we take a, 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 a his phone number down? Send your phone number that you're calling on as well, so we can match them up because we may get other people impersonating you, Lee. That would not be fair. That would not be fair. So send in your, your name and address and your phone number, uh, and I'll send and uh, 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 write down we so that I remember it's that one, right. and I'll send it to you. Well, thank you, mate. Thank you for that, Lee. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. There we go. You, you, you can bribe people, you see. I, I've bribed that man into taping a programme for me that I forgot to Sky Plus. I totally forgot to Sky Plus. Hey, I learnt something today. Uh, well, no, I did learn it today. I did learn it today. 
that you know the name there are a lot of american rich spoilt girls they're about sort of 18 to 20 19 the average age there and i only found out it wasn't today actually i read it I, I, it wasn't today. i've heard this recently and they spell their names j a i m e and we got we got andy pushing the buttons today. j a i m e how would you how would you read that name i said jamie why would you say that is Jamie? Because I've got Canadian family. Oh, you canook. Helen, pretending you hadn't heard Andy say that, how would you pronounce that name? I would have said Jamie. Oh, how- why would you say that Jamie, There's though? no other way of saying it. J-I-M-E? Jame. I would- I would- I would- I would say- huh? I would say Jame. Jame? But how can it be Jamie? Because there's no I-E. That's what makes a Jamie, or even a Y. A Y would make that a Jamie. He's at the bin man, yeah. He can speak English now, so be careful. I don't know where he learnt it. He picked it up suddenly, Friday. He's chatting away. He doesn't know the English for shut up, though, does he? Uh, so, you, you, it's common knowledge that's pronounced Jamie, is it? Okay, well, I, I, I stand, uh, we'll ask him. We'll ask him when he comes in. I'll write it, I'll write it down for him. Big J-A-I-M-E. I always thought it was shame. I thought, well, that's a stupid- I've never heard that name. And it's only from me seeing it. I'd never heard it pronounced, obviously. And then, I, so there was a thing where someone was on the telly the other day, and their name was- someone called them Jamie, and then a caption came up with the name Jame. I thought, oh, 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 man, you've just blown my mind. I've learnt how to pronounce a word. So it, it just seems a re- Ah. Hey, man, how you doing? You speak- you still speaking English? Not it's, speaking English. Oh, you were doing it on Friday! <laughs> you were, you called me a baby! Remember? <laughs> Don't remember, sorry. <laughs> it's, what is this? Hey man, hey man. How would you pronounce that? This name. Yeah, how would you pronounce that name? Jame? Jame. Jame? Yeah. Okay. It pronounced Jamie. Jamie. But that doesn't make sense, because the eye's there. The eye would be there if it was Jamie. He really doesn't speak English anymore. He's had his brain wiped by one of those great big language magnets. Fantastic. They, they've moved the- they've moved the bin there. I don't know why. Oh, he ties it up. I've never seen you do that. You tie the knot. Can't understand me anymore, can you? I don't- that's not weird. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Man, you're my favourite, favourite person that I meet every day. He's got- he's doing it. He's putting it back. Good lads. Excellent stuff. See you later, fella. Take care. And, <laughs> I love it. He could speak English on Friday. What happened there on the butter special? Maybe it was being in proximity to tiny amounts of butter that um, that confused him. Peter, hey, how's it going, man? It's fine, Peter. You're definitely a smoker, are you? Passed the Helen smoking test. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, long time smoker. Good. Let you you sound it now. You've opened your mouth. You sound <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> but tonight's show is all about the smoker. Smokers only are invited. On the air this year. And we've had people phoning up, Peter, to complain, uh, saying that we're, we shouldn't be encouraging smoking, which we're not. We shouldn't be condoning smoking, which we are. But we shouldn't be promoting smoking, which we're not. But they can't come on the air because they're not smokers. That's fair enough. We win! I'm not, I'm not a smoker. I, I, technically, I shouldn't be on the air tonight because I'm not a smoker. But uh, it takes someone to steer this ship through these smoky waters. And God damn it, Peter, tonight it's me. Oh, cool, man. Anyway, Peter, what can I do for thee? Well, I have some, uh, some songs for your smoking lounge. Oh, yeah, go on. 
Uh, how about smoke gets in your eyes and hair and clothes? Oh, yeah, very nice. Smoke on the water? Oh, yeah, by yeah. Cigarettes and alcohol? Oh, not by those... Do uh, you know what? It, it, there's one band that I wish never existed. I know, I know you was going to say that. Oh, it's a song. Oasis, they are awful, aren't they? Well, let's, uh, let's uh, assume somebody will cover it, then. Okay. And how about... Rod Stewart covered it once. Do you, do you remember that? Oh, he'll do. Rod Stewart covered cigarettes and alcohol. Did you see Rod Stewart, the, the, the lady died, knees up? Uh, yeah. He looks old, doesn't he? He looks like he looks like um, uh, a crocodile's bum, doesn't he? He's all leathery. With his and bit... Tom? Yeah, I didn't see Tom. I saw. I tell you, what I did see Wembley Stadium, sixty-five thousand people. They put some ballet on. Yeah. What? What? Why would you have ballet at Wembley Stadium? I think that's when I went out and had a cigarette at that time. That will be. I, I've, you know, I've got this isn't this isn't smoking pun, but this is this is the kind of um, this 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 is what you'll listen to when you're smoking because this is this reminds you of how how low and how damaged one's voice can get when you're weary. Oh God, listen to that. <laughs> That's Art Garfunkel now. Feeling small. This is, this is Art Garfunkel on the, the latest Simon and Garfunkel reunion tour. Your eyes and Paul Simon's on stage looking at him going, I Have a cough! Have a cough! Get it out! Art, oh, you're ruining it for I'm us! On your side. He used to have such a sweet voice in the oh, 60s. When I bet. Times get rough. Can he do the high bits? And friends just can't be found Like a bridge Oh, Paul Simon's there shaking his head going, Oh my God, I'm going to fall out with him again. Have you seen Art Garfunkel's son? <laughs> no. He looks exactly... I saw a picture of this. This is a few years ago. Well, you know Art Garfunkel? He uh, wears jeans, a white yeah. T-shirt, a black waistcoat, and he's got... He's bald... But he's got a big perm around the side and the back of his head that piles up. And his son's got one too. His son, his son was dressed in the same clothes, and he looked exactly the same. <laughs> anyway, Peter, sorry, was there a point to you calling in? You've guessed uh, it was the songs. I just thought of another song. Oh yeah, go on. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Peter, thank you. Becky, rolling. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Good fella. Okay, what's my out time, uh, Andy? Please. Twenty nine oh five. Thank you. Uh, Damien's in the crouch end. Hello, mate. You surprised me. Why is that? I didn't think you'd be one. A smoker? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say that for the moment. <laughs> Very good, yeah. I wish I could Did you get cut off on Anthony Davis it. last night? Say again? Did you get cut off on the Anthony Davis show no, last I night? No, I didn't. I was a bit drunk, but I was a bit paid off because some of my work got cancelled because of certain things that happened over the weekend. Well, yeah, I know. Everyone's... But yeah, let's let's be thankful we're not paid off that someone died. You didn't cut me off. Because I, I, I was pulling up... I was at the traffic lights near mine. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, you said, oh, I want to... I wanna, I want to change the subject a little bit. That's the best I can do, sorry. <laughs> I want to change the subject a little bit. I don't want to talk about garden furniture anymore. I no, want to talk about these fellows who try... And you said, these fellows... I'm going to... I may have just caught that one. Uh, these... these the biggest thing is... I mean, you got the airport wrong. Oh, dear. No, never mind. Anyway. No, it kept me waiting for so long. And, and basically, when I come, when he came back, he was just talking about all normal things, and it just took it right off the subject. And I thought, oh, I can't be talking about that. Yeah. And then you know when you're waiting so long, you get a bit nervous. But yeah. 
There you go, things happen. Things that things, things happen. Yeah. Did you know that you spell, you, you pronounce J-A-I-M-E as Jamie? Well, apparently you do, but then Americans do pronounce a lot of words that we spell the same differently, don't they? Aluminum and stuff Well, like aluminum that. is spelt aluminum, though, isn't it? Well, well, they're still wrong. But it's, it's still wrong. It's still, it still should be aluminium. Yeah, but if you put it down on a piece of paper and don't tell a person that that's a girl's name... Yeah. Then they would probably not pronounce it Jamie. They say they say Jamie. Yeah. Of course they would say Jamie. It's, it's a, the obvious thing to do is to say Jamie. Talking of accents and the way people speak, I, I see something with Ringo Starr on the TV recently. Oh yeah. He's got a Scouse accent. He he's got kind of a transatlantic Scouse accent, hasn't he? Well, the the, the, the Ringo Starr that was on your show had a kind of Chris accent the other day. I, I, I'm not sure I like... Hey, we're going to get Chris on as a guest. You should. That'd be brilliant, because... Oh, well, let's go. Finally, he's just a bundle of, um... Uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. I, I don't know if brilliant is the right word, but yes, it would certainly be... We're going to get him on... And this is the, the weak premise that Helen and I have come up with. Yeah. Uh, is we're going to get him on to play some of his favourite songs, and to tell you... Oh, hang on a second. Hang on There's a second. Island Disc. Line one, you're on the wireless. I've just farted and burnt a hole in my trousers. Oh dear, thank you, Ooh, Helen. Yeah, uh, we're going to get him to, to pick some of his favourite songs and tell youngsters how to get involved in the radio business. Well, do you let me know when that shall be, and then I'll be busy. Okay. <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to try and be busy. Well, we're going to try and get him in. No, I think that'll be quite, um, yeah, quite groovy. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, who was the guy that rung up and said he'd get you a copy of uh, Crime Watch? Oh, uh, Lee, was it, or someone? Yeah, Lee, watch out, mate. You'll send him the copy of, uh, Crime oh, Watch, and you won't get your prize. I'm still waiting for my T-shirt. We have been getting on well recently, Ian, and oh, I know God. I was about to be invited around you. There was a postal strike dinner, on Monday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow it all out. There the was a postal strike on Monday, and when it phones up... Anyway, the prizes aren't... Well, somebody who works on the Nick Ferrari show came up to me today and said, Oh, a friend of a friend of a friend of mine wants his broken mug. I'm like... It's not doing me. I just sit there and say the words. Chris does all the hard work. The, the, well, the what? <laughs> uh, Damien, I've got to go. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm getting attacked left, left right, and centre. Uh, more of your calls after. Oh, it's half past eight already. I always choose my cars for pragmatic reasons. Oh, dear. <clears throat> it's half past eight. I should, um. Let me just find, uh. Yeah, let's, 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 let's flag this up, shall we? There are hardly any calls, because it's the dead hour. Yeah, okay, it's, um... <laughs> I've not heard that one before, it's a little bit camp. It's supposed to be evil, but it's not. <clears throat> it's the Smokers Special this evening, 0870 I'm getting bunged up, I'm getting a cold. I tell you what, I've got... I'm gonna use this tonight, although it really hurts. I haven't got it in my bag, I wonder. No. There's this stuff you can get, this first defence from Vicks. And you spray it up your nose. And it's supposed to, if you've got the symptoms of, a, like, the, 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 the first twitches of a cold, you're supposed to spray it up your nose. Uh, and it, it stops you getting the cold. And it, it's always oh, it's hideous stuff. It burns. It, it's absolutely hideous stuff. Uh, but I'm going to have a, a little shot of that um, tonight. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine something. You can only come on the air this evening if you are one of them smokers. Now uh, I, the calls have kind of quietened down a little bit. Uh, now is this because it's the dead out? Yeah, probably. That's that's contributed to it. Is it because we're doing a smoking special? Well, I, I would have thought we would have been inundated with callers who are smokers who want to get on the air because this is the only safe place 
for smokers to come and hang out this evening. But no. Maybe you're, maybe you've all given up smoking. Is that, really? I, I heard somewhere that in, um, uh, Scotland, where they've had the smoking ban for longer, that smoking, the number of, uh, the number of cigarettes has increased, that have been sold, by, by 6%. I don't talk small. So, um, so it must be true. Uh, so maybe, I don't know. Well, if we, I've got two callers lined up who are claiming to, uh, be smokers. After that, Stuffed, really. Oh, it doesn't matter. We'll find something to do. Uh, it's Betty! Yes? Is that really Betty? Yes? Well, you sound about 15 years younger. Do I? Yeah. Oh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't feel it. Is that, is that our Betty? Yes. And I'm a smoker, you know, I told you. It doesn't sound... Does it sound like Betty? It does to you. It doesn't, does it? Betty, it doesn't sound like Betty. Oh, does... Do I... Sound better than what you say. I sound Cockney. You don't. You don't. You sound a little bit posher. Oh, do you, I? You sound quite a bit younger. Oh, thank you. You don't sound as rough. No. And as common. Oh, thank you very much. But I'm confused. It genuinely doesn't sound like Betty. Oh well, it is. Oh, and well, you're Ian, and I'm. I'm waiting for your letter so you know who I am. Okay. Well, you could have just heard Betty say that on the radio. No, it is. Me. I'm in bed, and you know I wait till after the news, yeah, so that I can get on. Okay, but but, but Betty says that as well, so you would have heard her say that. No, it is me. Tell me something, Betty, that only Betty would know. Yeah, all right, ask me something that I, I would know. I was in your show. Well, yeah, but Betty would know that. Everyone would know that because yeah. they would have heard Betty doing it. Well, as a matter of fact, I rang a friend today, yeah. uh, be, uh, whose husband has is da- died, oh, okay. and uh, it would have been his birthday yesterday, yeah. but I said I won't send uh, a card and money for flowers, yeah. because he died on the 24th. So I said, you'll hear from me, because I've got a card thinking of you. So that does that sound like me? That proves... Only you, and Betty, w- would have known that. You know, I heard you on LBC, she said, in a play, and you were mission control. She won't be saying that she heard you tonight, though, because she won't recognise you. She did, She heard the play. Okay. Because she listens to you, you oh, okay. every night. Have you got a PlayStation 3, Betty? No, I, I haven't got... You haven't, have you got... No, a, I haven't got internet or anything. Have you got a PSP? What's a PSP? It's a I've pla- only got a hi-fi, oh. CDs and cassettes. Just because I've got sent Harry Potter on Harry PlayStation... Potter? Harry oh. Potter. I wouldn't look at that. No, I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. I've got sent Harry Potter on the PSP and the PS3. And, and part- you know you said about Rod Stewart? i put it on the eBay. I can't yes. bear him. No. My son, when he was a young kid a year, yeah. he, uh, he, had the, he bought the record Sailing. Oh, I that's... hated it. I saw... I think Rod Stewart sounds like a girl. A girl? He's... He... What? Sounds like a girl. Hang, hang on a second, hang on a second. I'm gonna... I've got to do this properly. Hang on. So, uh, we're, we're chatting away, we're chatting away. S- say that again, Betty. I think Rod Stewart sounds like a girl when he sings. What? Yes. Because he sings so terrible. He's a, and girls sing terrible, don't they? Yes. He's a... I watched... I saw a little bit of him at the concert. And, uh, there was a bit where singing I'm Sailing, and everyone is waving their arms from side to side. And it cuts to the princes, right? Who would do it. I kept, I kept waiting for them to do their single. Because you know they've got a single coming out, the two princes. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, I, 
I, I saw some pictures in the paper today. Well, they've got a single, and they kept standing on the stage with the two mics, and I thought, oh, they're going to do it now, and they didn't do it, which is disappointing. Anyway, so then... You know why they had the ballet, which you moaned about? Because, I don't know, Lady Di liked it. Diana loved it. She weren't there, Betty. Oh, she... Uh, she died. I don't want to break the news to you, but she's dead. Yeah, well, in the TV Times a fortnight ago, oh, yeah. they asked if anybody had photographs. Well, I had a photograph what, Princess Diana? <laughs> of their engagement, and I had a they are hard to come by, aren't they? Wedding day, so I sent them to TV Times, and mm. in this week's TV Times, my engagement photos in there. What the picture of you getting engaged? No, the princess died. Diana, when she got engaged to Prince Charles. What, you were there when he proposed to her? No, I've got the... I had the photo... Is your last name Litchfield? And... No. Oh, OK. Uh, 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 TV oh. Times asked if anybody had photographs right, but did to it... put in TV Times. But I'm sure the picture... I'm sure that picture yeah. is available elsewhere. I, I don't know. It's uh, all no. those years ago. All those years. Anyway, the, the, so everyone's waving their arms, right? Including Prince. It cuts to the princes, right? Yeah. Prince William is waving his arms. arms Who's yeah. the ginger one? Harry. Ha- the Harry. Ginger one. Right. And so Prince William. And, uh, and did you did you see all of those really fit girls that were the princes? I didn't see it. The royal box was stuffed, absolutely cram packed, full of I all saw these. Kate was there. She was there, and so they're all waving their arms, apart from Harry, right? Um, and you could see this really clearly. I rewound it on the Sky Plus. Harry said, Harry leans over and goes, come on. The wheels leaves over, come on, Harry, wave your arms, or something like that. And I, I, how am I going to um, phrase this on the radio? Uh, um, well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to say what, what it, it looked like Prince Harry said. So uh, Will says, come on, Harry, sway your arms. Uh, and Prince, uh, Prince Harry said, oh, for <laughs> sake. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, I bet he did. That's so. what he said, little... You dirt. Listen, I've got to watch this crap that you've put on. The least you can do, Ginge, is sway your arms a bit to an old man who sounds like a woman. Anyway, that's, um, my rant over, Betty. Well, um, now, is, are you convinced that it's really me? Not yet, but we'll, 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 we'll carry on. <laughs> well, Jeez. you know, uh, last night I rang up and said had Chris gone on holiday... Yeah. And- he was on last night, but he's off now, and he's only staying at home. Yeah. And I said, he hasn't sent me the CD of the play or my mug. And you shouted up to him, why don't you do it now? And he said, no. And you said to me, I've got to wait three weeks. Now, am I still Betty? <laughs> well, that makes that makes sense. Betty, was there a reason for you calling in? Because uh, I'm a smoker. Oh, okay. Well, well, well done. Fair play. Oh, hang on a second. Now, there's something that I, uh, you can answer. Because mm. you're an old lady, aren't you? Yeah, 85. 85. Do you have net curtains? Curtains, yes. You do. Not blinds. I don't like blinds. No. I, I, I don't know anybody nowadays. Because when I was a kid, we had net curtains. You just had net curtains and that was yeah, it. Yeah, well, I've got net curtains. Beautiful ones. But they I don't cost know. the earth. I don't know. They cost the earth? My, well, Jesus, they're the most expensive net curtains in the world. They actually cost the earth? Well, mine were £125. Oh, flipping heck, love. Pardon? I said flipping heck, love. £125. Yeah. Uh, for just the two little bungalow bedrooms. Why do you, why do you have them? 
Well, because I don't like people looking stone. Perverts. You don't want perverts to be touching you themselves whilst looking. You know what bungalows are like? They're, yeah. they're op- we're in a close. Yeah. People opposite could look in at me. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely, uh, correct there, yeah. I don't know anybody that has net curtains Oh, everybody's anymore. got net curtains around the close, and there's 39 I've, of us. Betty, I've got an email here. Yeah. From Keith. He says, that's not Betty. Who said that? Keith does. Keith? Keith. Well, it is me. Well, can you prove to Keith that you're Betty? Well, I, I don't know, Keith. I haven't spoken to him. I've spoken to that awful Vinny. Oh, Vinny. Well, Vinny's not getting on tonight. No, no he's, thank he's goodness. Smokers only, and thank, no. go, thank God Vinny doesn't smoke. Oh. Well, I tell you who knows me, Barry. Oh, Barry from Watford? Yeah. And he I does... I told you yeah. a Steve Allen takes off. Oh, yeah. You, know, you told me he was Steve Allen. Yeah. He told... He, Steve Allen said yeah. that he was Barry. Right. Yeah, and Barry got on, don't you remember? I do remember. He told me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So I am Betty, that Betty. All oh, right. Well, Betty, listen, thank you very much for calling, love. Yeah. Speak to you later on. Yeah, and I'm still waiting for your mum's address. It, it will... Go, I, I'm really busy at the moment, but I will sort it out, I promise. I'm not okay. forgotten. Cheers, love. Well, take care. Bye-bye, Betty. There we go. Major's in the, uh, Middlesbrough. <coughs> Good morning. Hello? Are you actually a smoker? Uh, 20 B&H and a packet of Rizla, please, please. 20 B&H and a packet of Rizla? Well, that means... I, I'm not... I don't want people who smoke with that. <laughs> that's not... That's I'm not what we're talking about. You're a what? I'm a passive smoker. A passive smoker? Yeah, it's... It's in my lungs, M- Midge, I've got to cut you off, mate. I don't know how you snuck through the net. Oh... I'm, I don't know how he snuck through... Passive smokers? No, 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 no. I don't know if he lied down or, or what, but no, 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 no passive smokers. Proper smokers. Hardcore smokers. Smokers are going to kill themselves. Uh, Francis is in the Dartford. Ian, how are you? Oh, it's... Well, I have not spoken to you for, for not long enough. Sorry? Yes. <laughs> Good to have you back. Great to hear and talk to you. Oh, it's great. It's it's great, isn't it? Uh-huh. Did you watch the concert yesterday? For, for, the, for those who, who don't know who Francis is, listen to this. <laughs> oh, don't. Ian Leonel, LBC 97.3 You can join in, Francis, if you want. Boom, bam, zim, that's him. Ian Leona, LBC 97.3 FM, 0870909073. Ian Leona, LBC 97.3 FM. If there are boom, bam, zim, that's him. Bim, boom, bam, bim, that's him. That's him, Yeah, fruitcake. Anyway, Francis, how come you've not phoned me for months? Um, been busy, really. Oh, okay. Making yeah. love? Sorry? Uh, making love? A chance would be a fine thing. Yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it? You can pay for it these days. Sorry? Yeah. So, what, Francis, why have you called in? Um, just a chat with you, really. Did you watch the concert? The Princess... I saw bits of the Princess Diana really? concert. Yes, I yes. saw bits of it. I d- I d- Brian Ferry did it for me. Oh, did he? Yes. I didn't see Brian Ferry. Oh, it was beautiful. He sang a second song and it just all about lumps to my throat. I like the, the, the Natasha Bedingfield. Um, which one is she? The blonde girl, isn't She's it? the blonde girl. <laughs> and me and my friends, I had two friends around, my, uh-huh. two of my best friends I've not seen for a long time, we were playing computer games and we stopped for a bit uh-huh. to laugh at the concert. Oh, nice. And we were just imagining, wouldn't it be nice if Natasha Bedingfield and Fern Cotton went out? For a drink, wouldn't that be nice? Oh, you should be so lucky. We should be, and then we, 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 then, then, yeah. Uh-huh. So that, but it was those. Uh, 
it, it was as I expected it would be. It was a little bit naff, a little bit disappointing. I didn't think it was naff. Oh. I it was lovely. I think the two, two boys did their mum really proud. Well, they could have, instead of have, organising a concert, they could have given lots of money and gone and done a lot of work for AIDS people, uh, AIDS victims, or, oh, or landmine charities. I don't know, I don't know. I think she would, same, would it? she would have preferred that, I would have thought, instead of them having a concert with a bunch of has-beens no, in a half-empty no. half stadium. No, and Russell okay. Stewart was great when he okay. did sailing. He's still strutting his stuff oh, like God. a peacock. His face looks like a crocodile's bum. Oh, it's all leathery lovely. and tight and yellowing. Oh, it's hideous, hideous man. I saw, him, I saw him once in Selfridges and he's, he's about four foot eleven. Yeah, four foot eleven he's not. Hang on, Francis, stay there. Line five oh. on the wireless. Oh, Ian, I've just spilt me tea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Francis, well, thank you for calling. Okay, nice to talk to you again, Ian. <laughs> yes, it was, wasn't it? Bye-bye. Yeah. Here he is, everyone, the travel news with Will. Very much if you're uh, playing... LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. Uh, it's a simple thing tonight. It's smokers only. I'll explain more after nine, so do stick around and it'll all become clearer. But you can call in 0870-9-UP. My right nostril is... Really getting bunged up. I'm getting a cold. I've not had a cold since March when I had three colds in a row. Do you remember that was horrible? One cold for like about three or four weeks, a week off, another oh geez. So I'm probably due one. But um Oh brilliant, I go on holiday in a couple of weeks. I'll have a stinking cold. Nice. Anyway, uh, en- enough wittering on. You you can call in and stuff. Avril Hello. Hello, Avril. Are you a smoker? Oh yes. We can lose the music now, Andy. I was just <laughs> fine, but thank you very much. Just, um, just stop it. Stop it. That's better. Lovely. Uh, okay, so, uh, uh, and how many do you smoke a day? Oh, about 30. And, oh, you sound it as well, girl. Listen to that. Oh, I know. That's a classy little rasp you've got there. Yeah, but I've had that for, all oh, 30 years. Hey, I was, I saw, I was doing, I was at work today, and in the background they had on a telly, Right. I, I'm, you, you probably won't have to help me on this, but maybe someone else can. But perhaps Philip in South Norwood can. And there was an old, an old black and white film. You know, really old black and white film. Oh, yeah. And there was a woman in it who was, I've never said, it looked British, but I'm, I couldn't be sure. She was the most stunningly beautiful woman I have ever seen in my life. And do you know what? It, it, I, this is really hard <laughs> to explain. I'm not, being, I'm not making this up. This is really hard to explain. But I, f- I fell a tiny little bit in love with her. It's the voice. Well, no, I didn't hear what she said. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> I couldn't hear her voice. Oh, it's the oomph. Well, I couldn't hear her voice. All I could do was see her. And she had a slightly cross eye. And the film was on, I, guess, I think the film was on Channel 4 at about 12 o'clock. And I think it was called, like, Kiff or Riff or something. If anyone, if anyone saw that film and no, knows... Well, if anyone did and knows who that woman was... Uh, there was a bit where she was doing, um, a little bit of carving. There was, she was doing some semi-erotic carving with a man. It wasn't erotic, but the fact that it was probably made in about 1940 and she was holding a carving stick, I don't know what it's oh. called, and was doing, that was probably quite sexual in those days, you know, because it looked oh, a bit yeah. like, like a penis. Uh, you, you know what I mean, though? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, you, you know what I mean when I say penis. Oh, yeah. Good girl. So if anyone saw that film, 0870 uh, and more importantly, if anyone knows who the woman, the woman with the boss eyes was in that film, because I, I actually, part of me fell in love, you got to be a smoker, by the way, still. Oh, part yeah. of me fell in love with her, and then I felt a bit sad because I thought, she's probably dead now. 
No. Well, she probably is. Well, I'm not. Well, no, I'm not falling in love with you, though, Avril. No, I know that. Okay. But... Yeah. Anyway, what, why, why did you call in, my dear? Well, because I, I think it's so unfair. Everyone picks on the smokers. Yes. It's true. I do. And no one knows that the Parliament yeah. have a smoker's room. You're joking. Oh, no. But not now, though. That must be... That, that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. They do have... A smoker's room. Yeah, but that must be closed down now that the ban's in place. That must be. No. Well, how do you know that? Oh, I do. Well, well Avril... I can't tell you why, but I do. Avril, how do you know that the smoker's room in... The, where is it? The House of Parliament? House of Parliament. How do you know they that room is... have a smoker's room. How do you know that that room has not been closed down due I to the smoking? I can't tell you that, and, uh, there uh, is one. Tell me how and you... That is so uh, Why can't you tell me that? All our smokers... No, 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 no. You can't, you can't tell me that, and, and then say, well, I'm not going to tell you why. Oh, of course I can. Well, because it, it, but, but, but how do, but that, but that, that, that means you're probably making it up. No, ring them, ask them. Ring, ring who? Whoever. But, do, do you, it, how vague it? is that? You can't they just say, have you can't, a... you can't just say ring whoever. <laughs> ring the House of Parliament, they do have what? a smoking room. But that, that would... we can't use. Well, no, you don't work there. No, I don't. Well, no, no, this is... I'm going around in flipping circle. I'm losing the... I'm going to start smoking in a minute. But how do you know that that room is still in operation after the smoking ban? Because it is. But how do you know that? Because it's uh, pretty much known. Would you... By whom? By most people. But no, it's not... All right, I, 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 I tell you what. It is not known by most people. Okay, well, ring them up, ask them. Ring who they, up? You've got a, ring the House of Parliament. I can't they, ring the House of Parliament. I'm doing a flipping radio show. Oh, not today. Well, who told you about it? I can't tell you that. Why? You, you won't be a grass. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, thanks for that, Avril, but I don't believe a word of it. Okay. There we go. By the way, uh, Helen just typed on the screen... I cannot pass on messages to you from people who don't smoke. There's the rules. No, I'm on your side. I'm entirely on your side. I'm suspecting that was someone calling in who knew who the woman was who I saw in this film today, and I actually... Uh, is, has that ever happened to you, Jim? No. Uh, You've watched the film. Unfortunately, you have not. Well, you, the, well, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, fall in love with a fictional ca character. You sound like better. You sound 15 years younger. I've, uh, been heavily smoking. It, apparently, it, uh, it minuses the years. You, you, oh, God. Anyway, I didn't fall in love with a fictional character. I fell in love with the actress. She was, uh, she was uh, unconventionally beautiful. I think a lot of people would have looked at her and gone, yeah, so what? Uh, I looked at her and I went, you, I saw, uh, um, uh, a picture, a motion picture, uh, yesterday evening called, uh, the, the Forgotten. Did, but, did she it? Is this, I'm not sure this is Jim, because it doesn't sound anything like him. Uh, Helen told me to speak up. Okay, uh, well done. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be loud. So you you yeah. saw what? Die Hard 4.0? No, 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 no. On on television. An uh, uh, actress called Julianne Moore. She's unconventional, but she's called... I don't... I don't believe you're Jim. This is Jim. Prove it. Tell me... Tell me something that only Jim would know. Uh, I live in Texas. I have a dog. You're not Jim, are you? This is Jim. I've seen through you, haven't I, my friend? No. 
Yeah. Please, may, may I uh, be your first international live smoker? But you're not Jim, and I can see on the fu- on the switchboard here that you're calling from a, 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 an English number. No, 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 no. It's not an international number. Where Jim calls us from Texas. My telephone number is very similar to uh, to a Texan dialing call. Yeah. Well, let's just have a little look, shall we? At the uh... no, you're not the. Re- you- I'm going to have to cut you off for being a fake Jim. No. Yes. Please, good evening. Sorry, Heather? What's the matter? I think that's the woman who's in the film t- today. I think she's beautiful. I think she's really beautiful. I think that's her. Anne just emailed in saying it was Phyllis Calvert. I think that's her, but I'm sure she had a slightly, I'm sure her slightly wonky eye was a little bit, um, better. Was, was, was more wonky. Let's have a little look at this one. We can't really see there. I don't know. But I mean, she's quite, um... Oh, what was the film? That's not. Ooh, that, ooh, that's, that, that's, and that's what we all turn into if we're lucky. It was called Kips. Was it? What was it called? Uh, Kips, nineteen forty-one. And um, oh dear, I don't want to see her old. Then that's made me sad. Anyway, I think if anyone can confirm that that was her. Uh, oh, hang on. I've got an email entitled "That Cross-Eyed Woman." <laughs> I saw. I saw that film too. Didn't fancy her, but found her strangely fascinating. Oh no, no. After some research on the net, I found out it's Arlene Dahl. Oh, that's her. Oh, that... Is it? it that's her, because her eye's a little bit wonkier. I've got to find her in black and white. Let me find a black and white Arlene Dahl. Hang on a second. Oh, dear. Be with you in a second, Lauren. Okay. I'm looking up dead women on the internet that I love. Lovely. There we go. It, oh, it's so hard to tell, isn't it? When I only caught a glimpse of her. Uh, let's, let's have a... Oh, look at that. that. That See, that could be her. Oh, I, oh, dear. Oh, dear. I fell in love with a woman in a film for a little bit. That's strange. Anyway, Lauren, sorry, yes, I'm I'm, I'm living in a, in a fantasy world that, that's never going to come true. What can I do for you? Well, I just heard you were having um, smokers only on tonight. That's correct. And I just feel a bit special now. <laughs> because you... Oh, because you're a smoker? Yeah. And you should feel special. Thank you. We're embracing you and we're loving you tonight. Well, we've been sort of kicked down a bit now, so it's nice to be appreciated. Well, well I say, but, but tomorrow <laughs> we'll be back to uh, normal business and, you know, we won't want to know about you, but... Um, That's true. Uh, until then, it's... Uh, it's sorry, I'm, I'm obsessed with this, this woman on the internet. I can't... Uh, oh, man, alive. How can you fall in love with someone? Have you heard the song Pictures of Lily by The Who? Uh, yes. It's kind of a similar thing to that, except I'm not using the pictures for the same reason Roger Daltrey was. But, okay. uh, it, it, how can you fall in love with someone who's, like, died years ago? I don't know, it's like James Dean, isn't it? Everyone still loves him. I saw a clip of James Dean the other day. He was actually quite handsome, wasn't he? But I, were, were James Dean's films any good, or are they a bit overrated? Um, I didn't like Giant, but Rebel Without a Cause is brilliant. Okay. I got the bullets! That's, the, that's all I remember. It's the only bit I've seen of uh, that. <laughs> well, Lauren, just for today, and until ten o'clock, you're special and I love you. I love you too. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Bye-bye. 870 It's a smoker's special. You can only come on if you are one of them. Thank you. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. No, no, no. I've, I've been doing some research during the news. It's not Arlene Dahl. 
It's not the other woman. I think the woman I've fallen in love with is Diana Winyard, who who died in 1964. Isn't love a fickle mistress? I think it's her, because she's got the slightly funny eye. That one in the left, look, that's... I think it's her. I kind of like that sort of striking nose, big nose is what I'm saying, and a slightly... I'm sure it's her. She was in the film. I've just been on IMDb. Oh, well, I know who to tell Danny Baker who my sexy ghost wife is going to be. It's going to be her. It's Diane Winyard. Anyway, it's a smoking special this evening. Uh, you can only call in, come on the air if you are a smoker. You've got to be 18 and over, I'm afraid. Uh, don't forget that in three weeks' time... Uh, yeah, three weeks' time, we're going to start doing and start working properly the uh, Ian Lee LBC Pod Club. Uh, it's like a book club for podcasts. Uh, we need... We've got... How, let me just check how many members we've got now. I click on this one. 53 members so far. It'd be good if we could get to 100. I'm not, I won't be upset if we don't. 53 is pretty good already. Uh, if we can get to 100, I'd be happy with that. We've got three more weeks. Now, how it works is you go to the LBC website, uh, you subscribe to the podcasts. Uh, we, they're only a couple of quid a month, I think, which isn't that much. And for that, you get access to uh, all of this year's and all of last year's. Um, and maybe the year before. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just 2006. Uh, all of those uh, shows uh, that from me and from everyone else. And then what we do is, uh, on a Friday, I'm going to say, right, Pod Club listeners... This weekend, we're going to listen to, I don't know, March the 15th. And then we all listen to that show, and then throughout the next week, you are allowed to phone in and discuss that show uh, with me. Uh, if you want to join up, um, it does look like Catherine Tate. You're right. It does look like Catherine Tate. You're right. It does. Oh, maybe I've got a thing for Catherine Tate. Uh, so if you want to join up, all you've got to do is go and subscribe to the podcast, uh, and then send me an email, uh, ian at lbc.co.uk. Head, uh, heading, um, pod club. I'm going to put them all in one folder, which I should mark pod club. At the moment, it's marked Yasser, though, for some reason. Yasser keeps sending me emails, um, because he wants a job here. And Yasser, if you're listening, you have the opportunity to come and do a regular, this is true, a regular weekly 15-minute slot on this show. But... You've got to pick up the phone and, um, agree to a few things before we do it. Uh, I ain't sending any more emails. Let's see who cracks first, shall we, boy? Right, let's take some phone calls. Bob! Good evening, Ian. Oh, that's a, that's a deep, rich smoker. Yeah, that's it. I, I, I smoke about the strongest cigarettes you can possibly buy. Well, what are they? Uh, I'm not allowed to advertise Well, you might, you might as well. I, I want to know what the They're called American Spirit. There's no there. such fags! There is, made by the Santa Fe Tobacco Company. American Spirit. Yes. Wow. Only contains tobacco and nothing else. No oh, additives. Hardcore, you filthy right. little man. I love you. A, a long smoke. Almost as long as a cigar. Okay. Wow. I tried a cigar once. It was... I've tried it a couple of times. Uh, when I used to drink, and I'd sometimes... Sometimes. I'd, like, twice, would go and get a cigar... It was just the most hideous thing no, ever. No, I can't handle them. Oh, and you, uh, oh, it's horrible. It tastes horrible. No, not nice. Anyway, yes, what can I do for you? I was going to phone you up about fancying dead actresses, but you've already found out their names by the looks of it. Well, I think her name is, um, um... Oh, her name's gone now. The well, yeah, but, yeah, I think uh, I, I know who she is, but, um... I'll do that all the time with old films. Really? If I see someone, oh, and I think, oh, God, you probably died before I was born, and I'm very old. Uh, do you know what? She was born in 1904, right? And I just looked at IMDb, 
and it said she died in 1964. And a little part of me went, oh. Yeah. It, inside I went, oh. And I've, oh, man. But it's never, has it happened to me? It used to happen to me a lot when I was a kid. I'd fall in love with actresses in films. But, and I literally just caught a glimpse of her in a couple of scenes in this thing. And I just thought, oh, you are uh, unconventionally attractive. I, I can imagine a lot of people looking at her and going, yeah, so what? But she just struck a call me and made me think, you are stunning. Just stunning. Yeah, no, I have the same problem, I must admit. But someone's just sent me an email saying she looks a bit like Catherine Tate, which, to be honest, she does, which is, uh, is kind of weird. No, that's, that's a strange. Yeah. But she's quite, Catherine Tate's quite saucy in a weird sort of way. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, okay. So what, act, what dead women have you fallen in love with? Oh, quite a few. Yeah. Rita Rayworth has been on, uh, film four a lot lately. Oh, think. right. And she keeps dancing in very silky dresses, in it? Oh, they do the silky dresses in the old 40s films, don't yeah, they? that's very, uh, nice. Can, can they, can, can we start a movement now, as, as gentlemen, to, to all ladies, to start wearing the silky dresses again, because they are just sexy. Yeah, that's, yeah, it is a very good look. Yeah, very good look. Uh, well, Bob, listen, thank you for uh, indulging me in a slight perv-off. Oh, that's all right. Good, Any time, Ian. Good lad. Thank you very much. Uh, 0870 Ed is on the mobile. Hello, Ed. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm, I'm disappointed to find out the woman I love, Diana Winyard, is actually dead. <laughs> it's not good, mate. It's but do you know what? I'm sending myself an email to my home email address, because I'm going to actually start hunting down some of her films and stuff. I'll, I'll be honest, mate, I couldn't actually say who she is. No, I, I, I couldn't, I, I've never seen her before, but she's stunning. Well, how does that work? Oh, hang on a minute, will it? Now, now, hang on a minute, now someone's saying that, well, hang, someone has sent me, um, Paul, I don't think, uh, the one I sent you was the, uh, hang on a minute. Paul has, oh, Paul has sent me another cross-eyed woman. No, it's not her. It's a different woman, Paul. That, that dull woman. But she's, she's nice, but she's not as cross-eyed. Anyway, Ed, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna turn away from the computer, because I realise it's, uh, to the detriment of the show. I tell, <laughs> before, before I do that, though, can I, can I just play, uh, uh, some sad music for sure. a woman who died, uh, over 40 years ago, um, and yet today I actually... I'm talking slowly because I'm trying to find it on here. Um, let's have, here we go, let's do it, let's do this. Um, this is for, um, this is for Diane Winyard, the woman, um, who I love, who is, um, who's sadly no more. For everyone who's ever lost someone that they were in love with, but never met because they died 40 years before you fell in love with them. This is... This it's all is a bit creepy. It's, what? It's all a bit creepy. It's a little bit creepy, Ed. You're right, actually, it's, it's incredibly creepy. I should stop <laughs> doing that. There's, there's something not right about that, playing songs for dead people that I've never even met. Anyway, Ed, right, what can I do for thee? It's about the lady that was going on about, um, the smoking room in Parliament. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what it is, is they've got, they've got a bar in there. It's not actually a smoking room, it's a bar. Right. And be what it was, they count it as being the Queen's property, and all Queen's oh. property is exempt, i.e. prisons, etc. Genius. 
And so they were going to be allowed to smoke, but they've changed their minds because so, they don't want an uproar. So they can't smoke in there? They can't smoke in there, so no. She, she, she got the general gist of it, but she's obviously not watching the news or reading the paper. She was very mysterious. She could, wouldn't even give me a hint as to where she got that information from. I think, I think it was all guesswork with her, let's be yeah. honest about it. I think I think it was in all entirely guesswork and was a, 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 a tiny pinch of guff in there as well. <laughs> uh, but they've, tra- they've changed their minds and not g- they're not going to be allowed to smoke in there, which is which is good. Okay, well that's excellent stuff. Ed, thank you for that. No problem. Well, I'm going to get off because I think everyone on the phones up is mad. I love your show, but <laughs> you're not mental and I'm not. Well, you say that, Ed. You've called. You, you say that you've called in. You've instantly put yourself in the Venn diagram of people who call in this show and are therefore slightly mental. Sorry about that, mate, but. Um, that's that's the way it work. Uh, Trevor's in the Fulham. Hi, and you all right? I'm I'm good. Oh, good stuff. Something happened to me today. I got fined on Redden train station fifty quid. You got fined on a wooden train station. I got fined fifty pounds on a wooden train station. <laughs> Redding train. Station. Oh, Red- I think it's a wooden. <laughs> what, yeah. what the flipping heck? Yeah. Why did you get fined on Redding train station? Well, smoke the fag. But you can't. You couldn't no, smoke on. Con- it was deliberately. I didn't. I forgot. Okay, I but you could never smoke, smoke on train stations, could you? Yeah, you could. What, recently? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, you could always smoke at Reading, always. And, but, uh, but, but the and train then, station's outside, though. It is, outside, and I had this what? this community support officer come up to me, and that was it, end oh. of story. But so, pound fine. I thought you were allowed to smoke outside, though. No, you're not. What, you can smoke outside? Yeah, you can smoke outside, but you can't smoke on an outside platform. Rubbish, um, isn't it? Yeah, that well, uh, yeah, that doesn't quite make sense. So you have one of the the, uh, the hobby bobbies coming on. Yeah, uh, community support officer, and I was it. She wouldn't even. I just said, "Oh, look, I'm really sorry," and I put it out, and and she had none of it, and she she got a little book out and whacked me fifty quid. Oh, I, I bet like, I bet she went home. I bet she's gone home something gone. Oh, you're not gonna. I got someone. I fi- I finally, after six months of doing this useless, pathetic job, I finally got someone. Exactly. So your show is brilliant tonight for obviously, you know, making people okay. feel you, good. You, you, know, you, you know, we have got, we, the only reason that we're allowing people to come on the show smoking tonight is because we've got a special exemption, but tomorrow, I'm afraid, it's back to normal business. No problem. Uh, you no. do understand, don't you? I do. But one more thing. Yes, boss. Very quickly. My friend Judy, I, I introduced her to the show yesterday. Right? Oh, yeah. She's listening tonight. To yesterday? Right, now, yeah. Okay. Right, now, you know that rice cake person with the fish and rice cake? Uh, oh, yeah. She is adamant yeah. that it's Robbie Williams. Well, hang on a minute. Well, the, the one who phones in, or the, the clip I've got? The clip you got. All right, well, let's have a listen to him. So, she thinks that this... She's adamant that is Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Let's have a listen to Robbie Williams telling us what he eats in an average day. Eight o'clock in the morning, I'll have fish and a rice cake. Yeah. At ten o'clock, I'll have fish... At twelve o'clock, I'll have fish and a rice cake. At two o'clock, I'll have fish. At four o'clock, just before I train, I'll have fish and a rice cake. I'll train. I'll have me fish. Uh, I'll come home, have some more fish with a rice cake, and then have some f- fish before I go to bed. Well, y- y- I, I, do you know when I heard it, I thought it was Jason Orange. I, I can see where you're coming from. But uh, I reckon it's all of Take That, and they've had their voices spliced into one. Oh, flip it. And they all eat fish and rice cakes. I saw, um, I did see a little bit of Take That being interviewed backstage at the diner, um, Lady Di Shindig. With Will and Harry. Oh, they looked so rough. <laughs> they look, Mark Owen, now Mark Owen's a nice lad, I've met Mark Owen, he's a really, really nice bloke, but I met him like four years ago, mm. and he still looked like a boy, he still looked like boyish. Yeah, uh, I, 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 um, he was doing one of his rubbish solo singles that I thought was actually quite good. Four Minute Warning or something. It's quite a good pop song. It's quite a good pop song. Obviously, went nowhere. 
Really, really nice bloke. And I, I watched him on this thing. He looks about 50. He's got, they've all got beards, which is always weird for a pop group to have beards, I think. Uh, and th- he's got this big, fat, round moon face and this weird, slicked back hair. He looked awful. He did. I know. I know where you're coming from. I think they're trying to portray themselves not to be one of these little boy bands again, I think. They're trying to make themselves fat and ugly. And, oh, and Trevor. Again. When, 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 when are Boyzone going to get back together? Oh, wouldn't that be great, eh? Wouldn't it be the dream? Trevor, listen, mate, thank you for that. Thank your girlfriend for that. <clears throat> it's the travel news now with Will. In the ladies. <clears throat> okay. Could, um, we could do with a blog now. Uh, apologies if anyone has sent a blog in. I know we have our regulars who send them in quite often. If you've sent one in, I've missed it. I, I do apologise. Uh, but someone could send in a blog. It would be nice. It would be nice to get someone from a di- something different. Well, Anne always sends them in, and, uh, recently we've been using a lot of Peters from Brazil, and th- they both write excellent blogs. I just think it's a little bit unfair of you lot to leave all the work to those, uh, them two. So can someone else pull their finger out uh, and send us in a blog? Just a, a, a short... I mean, Anne and Peter always write essays, which are, and they're all, always excellently written. Um, but, but just a short description of the show. It doesn't even have to be about the show, to be honest. Just send us something and say, this is the blog, uh, and we'll, we'll put it up. You know, as long as he's not swearing and all libelous, we'll put it up on the website. So you can just email that to ian at lbc.co.uk. Um, let's go to Kathleen. Hiya. Hey, Kathleen. I find it... Oh, I don't know how annoying. <laughs> what? You know your competitions? Which competitions? Your competitions that you have, or you do, you go, email me, or... Yeah. You know, I haven't got a computer. I don't think we do any competitions by the email. No, you don't, but you do, like, email, and you go, like, you've got to get on the, what is it, podcast. Well, that's if you want to join the pod club. Yeah, I know, but some people haven't got it, so we've just got to listen to you. Right, (laughs) well then, but but would you you want to be a member of the pod club? Well, yes, I would. Why? Why? Because sometimes when I go up to Northumberland... Yeah. I don't get to hear it, because my dad's got the DAB radio in right. his bedroom. But, that, but that's not the pod club, though. Well, I don't understand it. Well, exactly, but yet you want to be part of it. Well... Well, where's the logic in that? Well, but I can't it, be, because exactly. you need a computer... Or what you for? digital, or you need something. Right, well, do, um, hang, um, let me think, um... Oh, yeah, I know, you could get one. I could, yeah. Well, there you go. Problem solved. I don't, there's a problem solved. It's, a, it's not my fault. That it the, is I, your fault. No, I, I think that, um, that, that, that we uh, use computers uh, in this show in a bare minimum. And I think that uh, the options that we offer via computer, uh, it doesn't detract if you I can't take part in those. I think it's about as clued up as what I do on it, a computer. What? Only no, one. you don't sound very clued up on a computer. Who doesn't? You don't. I can I can do what I need to do on a computer. I can't, you know, install... Well, that's what I can do. I can do my mail and things. Well, well, what computer do you use? I don't use a computer. Oh, but hang on a minute. How can you do your mail, then? Well, I did in 19... In the 70s. At 1987? <laughs> yes. You did? It was just... What it was the just coming out. This is when we're making this up. So, what, you, you were on Prestel or so? You were using, you were doing email in 1987, before... No, I was doing email, I was just 
Print out your mail and then Well, that was just like a word processor or something. Yeah. That's not a computer. That's not mail. Mail nowadays means email. It doesn't mean letters. No one sends... I don't do email. No one sends letters anymore, old lady. I send a letter. Well, then you're wrong. Uh, Well, how my my daughters are all out in the army. Well, send them emails. They'll get them much, much quicker. No, you've got to send little letters, because it's nicer getting a letter. No, send send an email, because then you can send, like, loads of pictures and little film files and sounds. Oh, I wouldn't even not. No, what I do is... Right. I'll just get them photos blown up and wait till I come home, and then... Interesting use of... Hopefully they do uh, come home. Yes. So, you... And... Yeah, right. Uh, but... So you're phoning up to complain to me that yeah. you have to write letters... Is it? No, I'm phoning you... to complain to you yes. that yeah. I can't get on this podcast thing. Okay. But the podcasting... I have to listen to it all the time. Well, you, well that means well, you sometimes have to... I don't want to listen. What? You know, sometimes I have, like... Well, then don't listen. Do. Don't listen, then. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to listen. I know that. Well, then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see what the bloody problem is. <laughs> so you're su- you're complaining. Is, Tell me, okay, yeah. In a nutshell, the world is moving too fast. The world is moving too fast. Okay, well then we've we've got it. You're scared, and aren't you, Kathleen? You're scared and, and you're got... you're scared and you're lonely. That's what the problem yes. is, isn't it? We've got there in the end, and you're using you're hiding behind podcasts and pod clubs. Words. Let's be honest, Kathleen. You don't understand because don't. you're scared and you're yeah. lonely. Yeah. Well, that's fine. All right. Well, there we go. Let's. Th- I'm. So now I'm going to blame you for the rain. What? Now I'm going to blame you because it's. You're going to blame me for the rain. The rain. The rain. <laughs> the rain. The rain. I'm from Northumberland. So it's like Crean, but rain. It's rain. Rain acetate. Right. Aye. Okay. Well, uh, Kathleen, I feel I've helped you. I've helped you as much as uh, I've helped you realise what the problem is in that you're scared and lonely, okay, thank you and the computers is, is nothing to do with it. Well, I know. Well, my daughters are getting as a one for. Um, oh, well, there we go. Well, then, 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 there we go. A laptop thing. Uh, oh yeah, they're a million times more convenient than a, a PC. Well, no. First of all, I wanted oh, one of them little we, ones. Thought we'd finished. Little desk in the corner. Yeah. Then I thought, no. Yeah, OK. But we just established that the, the, the computer, or lack of computer, isn't actually what's bothering you. Well, we know that. Yeah. Well... I don't know where. Such is life, isn't it? Such is life, Kathleen. Such is life. Well, thanks for calling! All right, then. Thank you. There Bye. we go. There we go. I, um... We, we got we got somewhere, didn't we? Um, it's, oh, fingers on the dump buttons. It's uh, the human cannibal that is um, Bill from Leighton. Hello, Ian. What's going on, mate? Uh, Bill, we're doing a smoker's special this evening. Okay, shall I have a cigarette on there? Oh, where you go? Why don't the suicide bombers just do human cannibal acts without nets? That way, only they get hurt, but they, they still make their point. It's an horrific image, but they're the only ones that get hurt. Okay, that's a bit of a strange way to start. It's 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 a topical uh, point. Anyway, Bill, I've, I've got. Can I raise a topical point, Ian? I'm worried. I should perhaps shouldn't have raised a topical point with you in uh, on no, the other no, line. No, no, this is this is a sensible. Well, yeah, it is sensible. <laughs> Even he had to think. Reason. No, it's a conspiracy theory. Bill, ba- Bill, wait there one second. Line one, you're on the wireless. Okay, good lad. Well, let's hear your conspiracy theory, Bill. 
No Gordon Brown. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I know Gordon Brown, yeah. yeah. What country is he from? He's from Scotland. And where have all the bombs been within days of his reign? Okay, I think we should probably end it there. Well... Okay, so well, I'll start <laughs> Yes. Anyway, anyway, Bill, what, 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 what other, uh, slightly libelous reason did you call him for? Um, well, basically, I think I've worked out your act as well. Is that libelous? My act? Yeah, on the radio. Oh, go on, let's hear it. I'm keen to hear it. Because, from years of watching you on TV... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...and seeing you on Las Vegas... Oh, yeah. You like to meet people and make fun of them in a harmless way. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't like, uh, to be honest, I don't actually like meeting them and doing it because I get, uh, guilt, I feel guilty and I get self-conscious and, um, stuff. Yeah, but, but it's, it's cool. You get to, okay. you get to speak to all the weirdos in London. It's I kind get, of, okay. Can I sing a song? But, but hang on, that, that's you, you've just explained my act, have you? That was it. Yeah. Can you, okay, for anyone who missed it, can you sum up my act one more time? In a song. Why? Why not, Bill? In a song, yes, in a song. Yeah, Ian Lee, yeah. Even though now he's a Hollywood star. Even though now he's still a man of the pee, 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 pee You get what I said, pee, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, blew, you blew it, didn't you, Bill? I didn't say Gordon Brown done the bombing. Okie dokie, no. He didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. So, um... Uh, well, I was out with my friends on Sunday. And you missed all this as well, Harry. I was out with my friends on Sunday. Um, uh, uh to my fr- best friends. I'm not saying phrases. And we're ha- having some lunch before we're going to go home and play, uh, FIFA on the Xbox. And, um, oh, it's terrible. Those car bombs in London. Imagine, imagine what would have happened if they'd have gone off. How, how terrible. That would have been really, yeah. And I said, well, blimey. Pretty scary when you... Glasgow Airport, isn't it? And they both looked at me and went, what? I said, um... Gl- the Glasgow Airport thing's pretty... Pretty scary, isn't it? Makes you... Makes you think again about, um... Air travel. And they what? What... What's, what's happened at Glasgow Airport, then? Uh, so with the... Two... Two fellas... Drove a burning car into the airport. One of them got out, was on fire, tried to beat up a copper. And they'd missed it! And you missed it as well, didn't you? You completely missed it, Ellen. And it was, uh, I, I mean, uh, fair play. I caught, the, caught it just as it happened on the radio, coming out of um, Brent Cross. Oh, on a Saturday. Uh, and then I spent the, the, most of the afternoon flicking between um, some rubbish on the television and Sky News and watching that. And it was um, kind of that. But uh, they missed it. And Helen missed it. An, an intelligent uh, young lady. My friends, intelligent young men. And they missed it. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird how these things happen. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, baby. I'm the big bopper. Oh, the big bopper. Do you know, I went through a big bopper thing. I, I was obsessed with the Buddy Holly musical. I did get obsessed with it when I was about 16. And I went and saw it, I think, eight times? That is weird, isn't it? That is weird. Helen winced when I just said that. Which is slightly... She actually winced. That is what I went and saw it eight times, and I would go and hang around the stage door and get fake Buddy Holly's autograph. And the big bopper in it was played by, um... A guy called, I think, Gareth Marks, who, this big, fat, bald fella. And I, I found out, I think he was married to Susie Quattro. And she was hot, man. Anyway, I'm rambling away. I don't know what I'm talking about. 870 It's the last 30 minutes of the Smokers Special. Need help quitting smoking? Scared. 30 minutes! 
We've got a blog. We have a blog now, so thank you, everyone. We, we need no more. Um, um, yeah. We've got a blog, so thank you. Uh, just a quick reminder, on Thursday... This is funny, when Chris is away, my normal producer, and Helen is, is doing it, we get lots of things done. We've had a themed show tonight already. Uh, and on Thursday, we've got a special guest coming in, uh, Joe Lavens, uh, who's uh, a ufologist. He, he, he's all... I believe he dabbles in uh, a lot of the other supernatural, but he's, his primary concern, primary concern, primary, is the uh, UFOs. Um, and he researches UFOs, he believes in UFOs, he's got a book coming out soon about UFOs. Uh, lectures all around the states uh, on uh, this kind of circuit. Um, I've spoken lots of mem- to members of the military uh, about UFOs, uh, about their experiences with them. Uh, a lot of civilians, and uh, is very knowledgeable about potential government uh, cover-ups and conspiracies uh, in hiding UFOs. Now, as you know, I don't believe at all in anything do the supernatural, but I think that UFOs are certainly based in science, and uh, it scares the hell out of me. And I did see a UFO. Absolutely true, when I was 15, on Brecon Beacons. Well, I probably should probably stop playing that music, because he might think I'm taking the mick a bit if, uh, if, he, if he comes in one night. We'll play it now, because it's quite good, but if he comes in and we're playing this, he might think I'm taking the mick, so we won't. But he's coming in on Thursday, 8 o'clock, so uh, you can uh, plenty of opportunities to phone him up and talk to him, tell him uh, your experiences. Uh, shoot him down in flames if you think. If you think he's talking a lot of old guff, he has the evidence to prove that we are not alone. Uh, and that's on Thursday. Uh, who's next? Oh, Nathan, you've been there for ages. Hello, mate. Hi, mate. How's it going? Yeah, it's going very, very well. Tonight's show, I've got to say, normally Monday shows, uh, they kind of drag by. Really, it's like walking backwards through mud. But tonight, it, it has just completely flown past. That's because we're smokers. It, I, I think Even it's... more entertaining. It's this, I think the smokers could be more entertaining than those lightweights who didn't have the bottle to try it. Excellent. Hello, I was just phoning, uh, to see if you knew about your fact triangle. About my f- what? Fact triangle. A fact triangle? Yeah. No, it's, I don't. It concerns yourself, Bob Dylan, yeah. and David Essex. This could potentially be the most explosive phone call of 2007. Nathan, let's hear the fact triangle. You've all got stage names. Hang on, so who's it? Me, me Bob Dylan, and who? David Essex. Oh, what's David Essex's real name? Uh, oh, where's it gone? So I had it written down. Uh... I was watching... Oh, David Albert Cook. Oh, that's nowhere near as good as Essex, is no, it? No, 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 no. Uh, and we all know Zimmerman, of course. Yeah, yeah. And do, 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 do you know mine? But don't say it if you do. No, no, I don't. Oh, you I don't. I you had one, so. Yeah, somebody, it's, it's out and about on the internet if oh, people, right. people want to find it. But yeah, the reason I changed it is no great, great uh, thing. thing is, no one could, could spell or pronounce my last name. Right. And also, I didn't really get on with my dad. And so those two things, I thought, well, do you know what? I don't e- even need to use this name anymore. Exactly. So I ditched it. And do you know what? I wish I'd changed my first name as well, because I, I really don't like Ian. I think it's a rubbish name. But, changing your name, there's something quite liberating about it. Mm, yeah. It's like being reborn. Couldn't you have picked a sexier name, though, if you are going to do it? Might as well do the, the whole hog. Oh, well, I should have... To be honest, Lee is... I didn't really... I, I struggled for ages and ages trying to come up with a last name. Ages. Oh. And I had sheets of paper. And then Lee was my middle name, so I thought I might as well just go for that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I had to make a decision quite quickly for a gig I had coming up or something, so I just did that. 
Excellent. Uh, but I should have changed Ian, because that's rubbish. <laughs> it is a bit three, It's, it's four-letter name, it's got three vowels, mm. and it's all soft letters. No, thank you. Um, you were talking about UFOs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in a bar in Amsterdam once, and I saw a UFO. Um, is, don't tell me it was a ping-pong ball. Mm, yeah, okie-dokie, okie-des, I, I know that bar, thank you. <laughs> Rob, don't chuckle at that, Robert. Don't you, don't you, don't you chuckle at that, you dirty old man. I haven't got a clue what you were talking about. I was laughing about something else. Oh, 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 okay, good lad, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you sound like a smoker. That's, that, that's a cackle you've got going on there. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah, I like it, though. Good lad. I what was thinking do... about bottling it, but I bottled that as well. So. Yeah, no, you bottled bottling it. Wow. I did. I did. What a concept. Anyway, Ian, do you know, you know, you keep, you keep, you were talking earlier about your, your, your right nostril being blocked? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, saying that when you wake up, it's normally blocked when you wake up as well. Yeah, it is, and it's it's, it's quite annoying. It's, and it's been happening for at least six months, probably a year. Yeah. Well, this is this is really weird. And it ain't, ain't, uh, I'm not I'm not completely nuts. Right. Um, I don't I can't remember which program I see it on the TV, but I tried yeah. it and it did actually work. Yeah. Um, what is it? Your right nostril that's blocked. Yeah. Do you sleep on your on on your right hand? Uh, right I know this. I know the trick you're going to tell me. What is it? It's about S- putting a tennis ball under your arm. No, it's not! You, you just made that up, didn't you? Sorry? You just made that up. Oh, no, honestly, honestly, I didn't oh, just God. make this up. I, I thought you were going to say, if, if your le- right nostril's blocked up, then you sleep on your left-hand side. Well, yes, it is, because it, it works on the same thing. Right, okay. You, well, I don't know what it is, there's some sort of, like, nerves or something under your arm that, that well, anyway, yeah. try this. If you've got something close to your hand there, like a tennis ball or an I don't, did you say, have you got any tennis balls like in the studios? Yeah. I don't, there was some around it. No, they've on the, no, Paul Ross must have taken them home last week. <laughs> No, no tennis balls in the studio, I'm afraid, Rob. I do apologise for that. How, how remiss of me. Oh, right. I mean, there must be something you should just grab there and put it under under your left arm and just squeeze it. All right, I've got a Harry Potter game for the PSP. Right, that, that, that should work. All right, yeah. And put it under your left arm. Yes. <laughs> and just, just like keep keep squeezing it with your arm. Do I do I do I keep te- do I squeeze it once and hold it? Or? Keep it like pressed Tight. against okay, yeah. against yourself. Yeah. And then it, after a while, it does actually clear that nostril. And I don't know how it works. I've got no idea, but what? maybe someone else knows. You it. are d- you are the, you are talking absolute rubbish. <laughs> it's not a wind up here. I knew you'd think it was. A oh, because it's, 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 it's like going back to the medieval days. Let's be saying I should put a, a leech on the end of my ding dang, and that'll that'll get rid of me, me sore eyes. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't oh, myself like that, so when I, I heard it, and it, and, uh, it does actually work. Sorry, uh, Robert. This is, thank you for that. I, I realised I was just saying. Give that a try, but I can't. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Well, maybe I don't know. Uh, have you seen these things they do in like hospitals and they say, "Oh, it's like you know, if you got a wound and you're supposed to do this." I would never let a hospital do this to me. I would never. If you got like a manky, like a manky wound, they get like loads of maggots. You put it in your wound and they bat- and they do this today in the 21st century. And he's nodding his head. He's 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 been there. They get loads of maggots, put it in the wound, and they, um, they bandage it up. It's like there for like a week or two weeks. Because the maggots eat the rotting flesh. And you open it up, and it's all perfectly, beautifully clean flesh, and you've got a load of fat maggots. Hey, isn't that horrible? Why are you telling me this before I'm go- about to go into hospital? I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying, be prepared. Thanks. For anything that could, you know. I would not, I would not do that. I would say, I'm sorry, I'd, I'm, I'm gonna let this leg actually drop off, instead of you putting maggots on. You, you'd open it up, they- oh no, thank you. No, I don't think they, they don't do it with eyes, Helen. They don't do it with eyes. No, they don't. I think they use spiders for eyes. Owen, Ian, yes. Are you? <laughs> I don't know about maggots. I don't know. I, I think you wouldn't have a load of fat maggots there. You'd have a load of big blowflies. You, they would turn into flies, wouldn't they? Isn't it horrible? I've seen them do it on. Tele- I've seen a documentary where they do it, 
and it's just, no, it's 2007. I want an injection, I want some drugs, I want lasers. Yes, I want sort of technical, you know, modern technology. Yes, I want modern tech. I don't want uh, medieval nonsense. Well, the thing is, a lot of these things do work, don't they? Yeah, oh, yes, like um, like having a, a bag of garlic around your neck will, will stop you <laughs> getting the pox or something. Well, it tastes all right. The thing is, I wouldn't want... Uh, I, garlic's pretty good. Garlic works for all kinds of... Go, well, no, no, I said that. Garlic is good for everything. Apparently, garlic is the cure-all for absolutely everything. Internal domestos. Sorry? Internal domestos. Yes, I believe it to be the case. Yeah, something, and it does for the lungs. It's oh, good. and are you sure you're a smoker? Yeah, for us smokers, it's very good. You it's, you sound a little bit too healthy. Yeah, I am. I gave up, um, oh, about what, a year ago. What, uh, oh, um, uh, no, I, I smoke now, I smoke now. I've what, been smoking for about a year. Well, hang on, so you gave up? I gave up for two years after... A year uh, ago, you said? I, um, oh, hang on, let me work it Oh, hang on a minute. Smoking a year ago. Hang on a minute. No, hang on, I'm getting confused. Yeah. I started smoking a year ago after two years off. Otherwise, I've been smoking all my life. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I could, I could talk much more deeply. But it's a okay, we'll but go. No, it's, uh, I don't smoke that much. Mm. Ten a day. Okay. Well, yeah, you, 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 okay, you're allowed on that something. I try, and, I mean, I'm always trying to stop, you know. I stop every morning. Yeah. Don't we? But um, UFOs. Are you a sceptic, Ian? Uh, do you know, I, b- I believe in the UFOs. I, b- I, I, I think it would be arrogant to think that we were the only life uh, uh, force uh, in the entire universe. The, the universe is so, it's, so b- it's infinite, I believe, or, or fast approaching that, uh, that there must be, mathematically, there must be something else out there. That's arrogant thinking, yes, uh, to think that we are the only people. However, the, some of the scientists have worked out, I mean, I, I'm an amateur astronomer, so I've got a rough idea of what they're talking about. Right. They, the odds are of people like us um, yeah. being in the uh, somewhere in this galaxy yeah. are about the number of stars that there are in this galaxy to one. Right. So right. it's pretty, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty, we are quite unique. We're yeah. pretty unique. Yeah, yeah. But that, but I, I just think, uh, I just think that, that there is too much evidence out there. Whereas, you, you know, you get psychics and obviously they talk guff. And there's oh, crystal yeah, healers yeah. and that's just absolute nonsense. And all, of, all <laughs> of that stuff is rubbish. It's rubbish. Rubbish. But I think that, uh, that uh, UFOs uh, and uh, life on other planets, uh, can, it can be scientifically explained and it can be mathematically justified. Yes, life on other planets, yeah. it provided the other planets are... are, are um, have the right conditions. But if the universe is infinite, and I know, and we'll have this, we'll have this discussion on Thursday, by the way, when Joe Lavens comes in, you should, you should give us a call, Owen, and talk to him, because he's, he's a fascinating yeah. bloke. I've spoken well, to just, him a, a uh, few... Just before I go, can I explain, just quickly explain something? Yeah. yeah. Our isolation, there are lots of UFOs, there's lots of documented things, there's 97,000 objects left by NASA, you know, space yeah. rubbish, it, it hits the Earth's atmosphere, yeah. makes a beautiful sight. Um, there are Americans walking around with helmets on, which, you know, with circular lights, walking along the tops of ridges where there are intersections for, you know, interstate highways, making yeah. people think that they're UFOs. There's all kinds of yeah. evidence for sightings. But the government are often um, uh, reticent about giving out information because quite often it's to do with military. Yeah. You know, oh, of course, yeah. But the thing is, what everybody seems to have forgotten is that we are so isolated. If a, you know, if, if, a, if an alien wanted to travel here... Yeah. From the nearest star, at a, at a good rate, about 45,000 miles an hour, would take him 157,000... First of all, we don't know... We, we, you must phone in on Thursday, but first of all, you don't know how long aliens live. And, like, that, that length of time might be, you know, like a week to them. 
in in their world. And also, that's using the Earth-based technology that we have. They may have got all kinds of uh, of different kind of spaceships and uh, uh, matter transmitters and all of these kind of things, where, where travelling vast distances doesn't take them any time at all. They'd have to be made of carbon, though. Their, their, their bodies would oh, he's, he's ta- now he's Now he's brought carbon into the argument. I, I, I take off my hat to you, Owen. You have beaten me. I am now officially out of my depth. Okay. Owen, listen, I've got to go, but do, do try and call in on Thursday and speak to Joe. I'd love to. Lovely. Okay, fantastic. It's gonna, it's gonna be brilliant. And we don't normally do this. We, we haven't had a guest like this before. Uh, and uh, if it works, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see what the response is. But Thursday evening, uh, I think he's coming in at half seven, eight o'clock, something like that. Joe Lavens, uh, ufologist, uh, and um, we'll try not to make it too geeky. We'll, we'll, I'll do my best, but. I think uh, you may have to indulge me ever so slightly as we do uh, dip our toes into the water of geekiness. It's a quarter to ten. It's flown by tonight. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Speak to Patricia, uh, Patricia after this. It's the travel news now with Will. She's in uh, still problems on the rails tonight. Cancellations and delays up to an hour. Please, good evening. Okie dokie. Um, what's, uh, what's what's this? Hang on a minute. Someone sent me. Oh, get it. Uh, 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 what? That's crazy. Right, uh, it's Christopher in the Bayswater. Hello, Ian. Good afternoon, sir. Oh, this bo- this boy's been smoking all of his life, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Liz- oh, listen to that <laughs> filthy cackle. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, Forty a day for the last fifteen years. I yeah. smoke five. And it's made you sound vaguely Greek as well. I'm Greek. Oh, you, you, you are Greek. As well. Sorry, you, you, you are Greek. Sorry, I, I thought that was Greek, the smoking yeah. to change your accent. I, I understand. Yeah. Chris, Christopher, uh, uh, um, uh, hang on a second. Audio, yeah. audio golo. Yeah. Uh, kuklamu. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Yeah, you know, very well. That's Excellent. all. That's all I can say. Anyway, that's Christopher, what can I do for thee? What happened, Ian? Because I've been living everything I experienced in life, like most people. Yes. What happened is about Area Fifty One, right? Yeah. Is this about the UFOs? Yes. Well, can, look, we, we, we can talk about it now, but the thing is, we've got the, the UFO expert is coming in on Thursday. Okay, let's talk another topic then of mine. Okay, but will you, That's Christopher, will you, will you call in on Thursday and talk about them? What time is the show on? Well, it's uh, 7 till 10, the same time it's on every night. Oh, okay, thank you very much, uh, I will do. I'll think so, I, I know that we, I, we, we, he would definitely love to talk to you about Area 51. Yes, please, I will talk to him about it, 51, I have one serious question about it. Okay. Which I didn't understand in the film or so about well, it. Well, I tell you what, uh, ask me the question now, just, and then... Uh... Yeah, they saw two bodies, but one was different than the other one. One organ of the body was different. They saw, <laughs> they had two bodies on the table, and then yeah. the, the thing went off, and another body appeared, yeah. and one had a bladder, the other one didn't have a bladder. Oh, God. So you want you to know, know, do aliens have bladders? They're human like us, but a different colour. The different uh, DNA. What are, so, DNA now, what, what are we? Are we talking about? Are we talking about um, uh, Glasgow? Or are we talking about UFOs? I'm, I'm confused. Talking about UFOs. Okay, well, Chris, talk about Glasgow. No, I don't want to talk about Glasgow. Okay, Chris, well, you, okay, definitely call in on Thursday and speak to Joe. Thank Jared you. Very kind. Thank and you. There was something else you wanted to say. Yes, please. May I talk about the Queen, please? You may, yes. One question about the Queen. Yes, you, if, if you ask that politely, then you certainly may. Yeah, I'm always polite. Yes. Why she doesn't appear on television to give speeches anymore? What's the problem? To give what? Speeches. She used to appear once a year... Yeah? ...to give a speech on television. Yeah, that, that's, that's at Christmas. 
All right, so it still goes on. It still goes on. Yes, Chris, the, the, right, Queen, so the Queen's speech on Christmas Day. I, I'm probably out of order for a question this. I when did know, you? Yeah. When did you think she did it? I don't know. I think it was in March sometime. That's March. Switching on. I what? was switching on the television in March. I couldn't see her, the Majesty. Her, uh, her uh, honour, the Majesty. And I was wondering why would why would the Queen give speeches in March? What, what, what would be the benefit of that? I to don't anyone? know. I don't know. That's what. Uh, anyway, and thank you. Yeah? Thank you, Christopher. See you. Bye. 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 The Queen's speech in March. What the hell is that all about? I do hope he calls in. Thursday night, 8 o'clock. I think it's 8 o'clock. Uh, Joe Lavens, uh, you follow this coming in. Uh, I'm very, very excited by Dan! Yes? Uh, did the Queen's speech in March? Where? What? On another side of the planet, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've lost the will to live. Anyway, Daniel. How are you? Um, uh, do you know what? Um, the tonight's show, I, I think it's because Chris isn't here, it has absolutely flown by. And I think it's been a pretty good one as well for a Monday. Well, that's what happens when Agent Chris is not there. That's what happens when Chris is- the, the combination of Chris not being here and a, a stack load of smokers calling in seems to be the winning formula. I think this is the way forward. It is. Yeah. It's the future of radio. It's the future. We, we are breaking new grounds. We are. Well, I'm watching you on the telly right now. All right. The repeat of that William and Harry thing. Oh, it's, it's on tonight, Andy, now. <laughs> we, we, we were d- discussing when the repeat was on. Oh, yeah. It's on now. It's going off in about six minutes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Kel's here, me other half. Say hello. Hello. Oh, God, you're common, aren't you? I am. <laughs> you right, Kel? I am. You see, the programme was so disappointing, you decided to stop watching it and phone me up. Actually, no. <laughs> I actually saw you on the programme that I'm watching, and I'm just cracking up at every little sarcastic comment you're making. Oh, uh, well, are you, are you enjoying... You, know you know there's a bit where I'm walking down the street, um, going up to people and saying, will you marry the prince? I'm watching that bit now. All right, get that bit, it's 109 degrees, I'm wearing a suit, and I'm more annoyed than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> I, but it looks like I'm having a good time, doesn't it? It does, because of all the lovely sarcastic Oh, I, th- that was genuine sarcasm, and I was so miserable. I went to my room after that, and I cried. I did think you'd be miserable, especially with uh, the Princess of Spain. Oh, she, the Prince, isn't she a fox? <laughs> Didn't she have the most amazing teeth? <laughs> what a great set of teeth on her. Didn't you? Yeah, she was lovely. She didn't... Uh, you upset her a bit, though, didn't you? Upset her? Yeah. I upset her. There was a lot more upsetting stuff they didn't put in there. Really? Uh, have, you, have you seen the horrible... The, the horrible... I'll rephrase that, because that's not very polite. Have you seen the rubbish Britney Spears look alike? Yeah, oh, yeah. God, we wanted our money back after that, I tell you. Yeah. Anyway, yes, yes, Dan? Sorry, before you go... Yes, uh, boss? I'm going to call up on Thursday... Right. ...when I'm doing the radio show again on Hospital Radio... Oh, oh, Yeah. And I expect Chris to phone me back. Well, you, you, Chris will not phone you back on Thursday. Why? Because he's not here this week. Oh, who's... who's, who's it, it, it's Helen, and can, I, I believe Helen is... I, I'm going to start describing Helen from now on as a maverick producer. Okay, so will the maverick producer phone me back? I... She's a maverick, I don't know. <laughs> even best to put me straight through. Uh, well, let, let's see what happens, but if it doesn't happen, don't be upset. I'll try. Do, you, you, uh, yes, I think you should try. But Helen is a maverick producer, and um, who knows what will happen. I think we know. Sean! Ian, how y- are you, mate? I'm all right, actually. Good, good, good. Yeah, I'll tell you what, many, many months ago... Yes. Okay, you were looking for questions at the Independent newspaper. Do you remember that? Oh, that was, that was probably about a year... I don't even remember what the questions were supposed to be about. 
Well, anything, I think. But I phoned you up and I gave you a question that you thought was good and it was in the paper with your name to it. Oh, what question was it? Oh, uh, the only state in America that has none the letters that are in George W. Bush. Oh, did we have to come up with, like, five quiz questions or something? You did, you did. Oh, yeah, and that was in there, was it? And, and you've, you've got loads of people to phone up and I phoned you up. Yeah. You used my one. Yeah. My name to it. And I, I tell you what, I've been making money off the back of that article ever since. I think you have. The amount of sex and work I've got as a direct result of that, that article is, is a... Oh, you don't want some, do you? I don't doubt it. No. Can I have that PSP game for my nipples? Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> so, a thing that you phoned up for a year ago... You yeah. now want a reward for it? Yeah, but you've been having loads of sex and money for it since then. Oh, I... T- I can't just give it to you for that. Oh. 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 Oh, I'll tell you what, I don't actually want it. So, yes, Helen, can you take his name and address and we'll send it to him? Ian, you're a diamond. Yeah, and you're a cheeky little monkey. That's what you are. A woman's head. I'm, I'm keeping the PS3 when it's going on eBay. Uh, it, it, that cheeky's so-and-so. I can't believe he, um... Can you believe the cheek oh, of that guy, no, Greeky no, Lion? No, well, he, he, Greeky Lion's not even paying attention this time. Okay. Yeah, yes, line four, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there. Patricia, did your phone crash? Hello, Patricia, what? Hello. Hello. I was going to tell you something. I know I'm a smoker. Okay. Just put one out, waiting for the lines to get back. Right. You know, thing that you eat on this planet goes off. What an unusual you know, voice you have. goes off, meat goes what off. What voice unusual? Vegetables, berries, whatever goes off. Very strange voice. There's one thing that... Well, I've never off. heard a voice like this in my life. It's incredibly unusual. What are you going on about now? Yes. Yes. And you know what it is? That never is it real? Off. Is that a real voice? That's a matter of my voice. It's, un- it's unusual. Is it? It's absolutely unique. I it Yes, I am. It is. <laughs> yeah. Therefore. <laughs> uh, exactly. What? <laughs> right. Yeah, honey. Honey? Yes. Yes, my darling. When, yeah, honey, honey. <laughs> yes. When they um, excavated the tombs, you know, we're talking five, six thousand years, you yeah. know how they buried things. Oh, I know, want to imitate her voice, and I daren't because it's so unique, but I won't because it's rude. Yes. Mm, yes, I'm unique. Your <laughs> voice is incredibly unique. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's, that's uh, not necessarily a compliment. That's good. <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily, no, no. No, not necessarily. No, no. Just unique. Just... Well, unique things are. Yes. They are. Yes. I, I'd quite like it, anyway. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So, when they dug up the tombs, excavations, and there was yes. a big terracotta pot. Of, yes. Honey, five, six thousand years we're talking. Yes. Dip their finger in delicious. They did not dip their finger in and go... Mmm, this, hun- this 5,000-year-old honey is, de- they, is delicious. They, did. no, they listen, didn't. Man, listen to me, shut up, you don't know. Your voice Hiya. is incredible. <laughs> is that your real voice? Well, I'll, well, like, I've got a voice box next to it. Of course it's my real voice. It's Im- amazing. Patri- uh, Patricia, I have to go. Oh, well, yeah, I know, I'm disappointed as well. If you missed the show today, it sounded like this. Uh, you can only phone in if you're a bona fide smoker, as we uh, celebrate the magic of sparking up a fag. Well, mm. I can solve all of this animal issue straight away. Oh, fantastic. Being attacked by any animal, just poke it in the eye. Every time I listen to your show now, I've picked up that you're always moaning about being ill. No, 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 but you're wrong. Uh, smoking causes ageing of, of the skin. Oh, that's not a bad one, then. That's quite and, a good one to be smoking. Uh, I've got skin like a tortoise. Wembley Stadium... 65,000 people, 
they put some ballet on. <laughs> what? What? Why would you have ballet at Wembley Stadium? I think that's when I went out and had a cigarette. Then. Well, I just heard you were having um, smokers only on tonight. That's correct. And I just feel a bit special now. <laughs> because you? Oh, because you're a smoker. Yeah. And you should feel special. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We're embracing you and we're loving you tonight. It's the coolest thing. I'm going to get off because I think everyone that phones up is mad. I love your show, but <laughs> I'm not. Well, you say that, Ed. You've called, you, you say that. You've called in. You've instantly put yourself in the Venn diagram of people who call in this show and are therefore slightly mental. Remember, kids, smoking is not fun. It's not cool. Well, oh. it's, it's not very nice, actually. Uh, line three, you're the last call on this smoking special. Any screw... Who smokes? Shop him. Wise words indeed. I'm back tomorrow. Clive Ball's up next. Um, yeah, no, that'll do. Thank you.